Okay. Uh, up next, these two guys have been here for the last couple weeks. Um, um, they asked me to read this. Warning. If you want your asses blown out, stay in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Rock! Face in my vagina. You're about to get front face fucked by the front face lock podcast. Mark Bradwell is what created the front face lock. My asshole is split like the Red Sea. Mark Bradwell is who is front face lock. Don't fucking question me. Front face lock can take it or they can shove it straight up their fucking ass. What are you, a fucking asshole? But enough of this palaver. Let's get the show on the road. everyone and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Lock Podcast. I'm your host Ryan and with me as always is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, the man who has the most fucked up dreams in the history of fucked up dreams. It's Vinny. How's everybody doing tonight? Fantastic. How are you? Um, I'm pretty good. Uh, it's been, a, it's been a two weeks. Let's just fill everybody in real quick because we had to catch up on some episodes. So I helped you with uh, the the movie edits, and we're pretty much caught up except for uh, I believe No Holds Bar is the only thing that's pending. That's the only one. I'll try to get that done as soon as possible, but that one can be done kind of anytime now. I'm trying to make sure our news is up to date week to week, and then the movie ones we can release at our leisure. Yeah. So we have um, we're we're. On a hiatus last week, we're back. We were back, and there's been a lot of shit that's gone on, and this might be a long episode. This is going to be a long episode between whatever movie we're doing and all the shit we got to catch up on. First off, we I think I mentioned it last episode, we do have a new Twitter. It is at FrontFacePod, P-O-D, on Twitter or X or whatever, and I'm 100% convinced. I have no evidence to back this up, but I'm 100% convinced Aubrey Edwards reported us and got us can our other one shut down pod good bands yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure. she's already blocked the new one by the way that's what yeah. made me think yes that's, yeah it's definitely gotta be her that's insane like what's what's wrong with her she can't take the heat she's not she sensitive a little sensitive a little sensitive little girl with her facial expressions <gasps> they found me out <gasps> fuck <gasps> so, I'm, I'm 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 thinking more important than i am yay Yay! Everybody thinks I'm an idiot now because of the story that came out. Yay! Everyone, everyone, I'm going to try to put a stop to it because nobody is going to like me anymore. Yay! Oh, no one watches our TV show anyway. Yay! Oh, we're going to get into that. <laughs> we will get. We have so much to catch up on. Two-week hiatus or one-week hiatus. We're going to call this season six now, episode 153. Oh, wow. We're over the 150 mark. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, well, we just released a double feature, double Andrew McCarthy feature, St. Elmo's Fire and We Get Bernie's. So, two episodes. Okie dokie. All right. Well, well, what are you starting with, Ryan? Tell me what's going on. I'm just talking random shit. What's the sitch? The sitch is we had to create a new category to talk about that's just random shit because it's not sports, it's definitely not wrestling, and it's not really anger. It's not politics. Nothing. It's not politics. Like, Tell me how you almost cut your nipple off. Shaving. Why were you shaving near the nipple? 
because there's hair near my nipples. I don't like hairy nipples on anyone, myself or women. Were you just shaving circles around your nipples? No, I don't shave it with like a fucking. I shave it with like a razor, like a like a like a, a razor, like a oh, razor. you're like a buzzer. No, not with a buzzer. I don't have fucking fucking tufts of nipple hair like like fucking Bigfoot. That's why I'm asking. Are you shaving circles who, around who, your nipples? Who shaves circles? Who shaves who circles? Who shaves around their nipples? Are you shaving who, your whole chest? Yes, I shave everything except my legs. Are you a swimmer? Yeah, because you swim in cock. Come and come. No, but like I don't like a hairy chest or a stomach, so I'll shave that. And my nipples, I don't want puffs of little nipple hair, so I shaved. But the razor, I guess, either caught a side skin. So I was definitely bleeding from my nip. Ugh. Yeah, it hurt. It's, it hurts like a bitch. Good. It's still there. What? I said good. You're going to shave you gonna, your fucking nipples. You're going to pour one out for my nip? Oh, no. Nope. I was just going to take a sip yeah. of water and try to sip. wash the, the, the... A sip, sip from my nip? Yeah. Wash the taste of you shaving your nipples out of my mouth. Yeah, that sounds yeah. weird. Wait, where is it? It's tiny. I have little nipples, too. You have little baby nipples. I have baby, tiny baby, little fucking baby uh, pencil eraser nipples. So I bet without a shirt, you look like a newborn orangutan. They're, they have hair on their nipples. Newborn? Yeah. Orange hairs. Well, color me surprised about that. <laughs> but that's the story behind it. Well, at least with my own my nipple and not like other parts. That's true. I don't shave my legs, though. I, I don't shave my legs. I don't shave. I shave my head and my nuts. And everything between. So you have like layer. Like you have like stripe. You look like a striped person. <laughs> I'm like. Balls on top, hair on the face, hair on the stomach and the chest. Bald, 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 bald. <laughs> and then hairy legs. Yeah, you look like a fucking. Yeah, you look like you were wearing a, a hairy referee uniform. I, I look like I was attacked by a weed whacker. <laughs> you have hairy nips. I don't know. But you don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You never look at them. Eh, no, you're not. Much. I mean, a little bit. It's not, you're not like overly hairy. Yeah. See, once you get to a certain point of fatness, the hair actually gets pushed out by the fat. It doesn't get pushed in, sucked in. No, it, gets, it actually gets pushed out. Yeah, the fat doesn't like surround the hair. No, it just it pushes it all out because it needs the room. Get out! Get out! It stretches the skin, and then the follicle becomes too big, and the hair goes. I can't hold on any longer. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, I would believe that. Except my face. That's the only thing. Yeah. So, uh, what other weird, random stuff do we have? I have a question for you. Yeah, I might have an answer. Did you ever just get? The most unwarranted hatred for something that you should you have no reason whatsoever to be mad at, but you just get obsessively hate like angry at it for, for like, like a you, day. Like you yourself gets angry at something. Yeah, like you just you you find something, you look at something, or and it has like there's no reason for you to ever be mad about this, and you just fucking hate it for like one day, and then you get over it. I mean, sometimes like I I do that with like people's faces. Like, yeah, that's kind of what this is about. Like people I don't know, or if the way like someone, you know, like say someone doesn't use their blinker and they're too people like car lengths ahead of me, it doesn't affect me whatsoever, and they don't like this fucking guy with their fucking blinker. And like, you know, why do we even and then I'll just start going on a rant? Like, why do we even have blinkers? Like this guy apparently doesn't think it's important. Like, I get real mad about that. Stupid shit. Yeah. So the town I grew up in that I didn't yeah. go to high school in. Yes. I got a, uh, I follow a couple pages on Facebook following that town. And apparently they published all of their high school yearbooks online, like all digital. Right. Okay. And I, out of curiosity, I looked at the class of 99 because these are people I grew up with and I, I stopped talking to when I moved around when I was 16. And I'm scrolling through the pages digitally 
and I'm looking at these people that I grew up with, and I'm fucking getting so angry at these people. I don't know. Like, because they look good, or they were successful, or they just... like friends with each other still? Like, is that like a thing? No, this is the yearbook from the class of 99. And I'm just looking at the pictures of them and they're like, you know, I'm painting something and oh, candid shot. Like, oh, fuck you. You suck the painting. Yeah. And like, like, oh, this fucking kitty made fun of me in like fourth grade. And look at a stupid fucking high school senior face. Like that kind of anger. And I was so obsessively mad about it one day. Senior quote, pussy. I didn't, I didn't actually, I didn't even read the senior quotes. Oh no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> You're just gonna piss yourself off all over again. I'm gonna be texting you tomorrow going, I fucking read every single one of them. <laughs> but it wasn't like everybody, it was like just this group of people that it, like and I think it's a little bit of pent up like childhood hatred towards them because like we were friends growing up and then we weren't friends like one year to the next. Yeah, I can get that. Right. And there's like a picture of all of them together, and I was just like, fuck all these people in this picture. And the picture looks they all look like douchebags. It all looks like the, I'll show you the picture. I'll send You're it to you. You're happy. No, I, I, I'm going to send should it to you right you now. Photoshop your face. You should Photoshop your body in the picture and say you it, forgot you edited me out. <laughs> this picture I'm sending it to you right now looks like what a woman would see as the roofie is dissolving in her drink before a gang rape. Oh, so like the cast of St. Almost Fire. Please look at your phone real quick and tell me I'm not wrong. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> There's a kid with the sweater vest. Adam. The one, so so we're gonna go from like left to right. So there's a kid with like sweater in the background who he's like, yeah, I'm a he's a douche. You can tell he's a douche, and the kid with the backwards hat, both douchey. They're the ringleaders. No, right? The, the nerdy kid with the glasses is the ringleader. The nerdy kid with the glasses looks like he's never had vagina before. He probably never had. So maybe he's the ringleader, and then the kids in the background are like his his henchmen. Right? I know everybody in this picture. I don't know what the the uh, the, the order was as far the higher, as ranking. The, the one with like the shrug, the sh- he's like shrugging. He's like the nervous kid who has never gotten laid, and like, hey Pete, we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you laid tonight at the party. And he's like, huh, huh, I've never kissed a girl before, and they're like, the girl passed out. They're like, just do it, man. Don't be a pussy, and they that, lock him in the room. That's what they're happened. just. They're all just looking at this girl, going, "Is it dissolved yet? We gotta wait for it to dissolve." And this and this Asian kid is sitting there going, "Man, I just blew my scholarship to UPenn and computer science. I should have been in the picture below me." <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice the picture below. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's pretty bad. That was, yeah, so that was that was my like one day of like just seething anger. If did. Was there any point in time? I gotta ask this, and I know people will probably say this about the way we dressed, because like I wore Jenkos and shit, and you wore like chain wallets and and you know heavy metal yeah, t-shirts. People dressed exactly the same way. But I'm sure people say this about the way we dressed. But was there ever a time when the sweater vest was like, "Let me buy that because it's gonna look awesome." I'm just cold right here. That was, are fine. <laughs> that was never like a good look ever. No. And the, and the funny thing about that picture, free posse. That's who they were. That's who they look like. The, the funny thing about that picture is that everyone except the Asian, I know who they are. And until about sixth grade, I was friends with them. And then over the summer, and then going into seventh grade, I became the long-haired faggot with the band T-shirts. That's what they called you. That's what I was called several times. 
By them? By that? By at least one or two of them in the group. But you probably is one of them. One of the guys who's been to jail that I know. Who you no, 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 no. The JB? No. no, he's actually not. He was in that group, but he wasn't. You knew of him? Yeah, I played football against him. That's right. Yeah, that's the same town, though. It's New Milford. Yeah, but I'm thinking, I was thinking that one of them had to be him because they look like that, that they probably served jail time. They de- one of them definitely went to jail. Not that group of kids. Who had been to jail. Yes, I've, I've heard that, which is amazing because yeah. he was also, he was like the ringleader of the people calling me the long-haired faggot with the band shirts. Yeah. Well, you know, shit happens. I'm not bitter. Who's the faggot now? He's getting getting fucking cornholed. Eight by Pencil. Good. Good for him. Good for him. I'm glad he has goals. Listen, three meals a day. He's got a roof over his head. He's probably making 10 cents a day. Three hots and a cot? Yeah. Three hots and a cot. Three hots and a cot and a cock? What else can a growing boy ask for? (laughs) All right. So real quick, we got a couple more of these because it's just, I don't how can you kind of be a cannibal? All right. Did you see ever see the show? Well, you'll know because there's other movies that have to reference this, but did you see the show Yellow Jackets? I've heard of it. I know it's the air the plane crash with the Jersey soccer team or something. Yeah. It's actually it's actually pretty good. There's two seasons. I Christina Ricci's and I love her, so uh like uh, but it kind of plays off the movie alive, you know, the soccer team that crashed in the Andes and they had to like become cannibals. I could totally do that. Like I I I can sit there and not have a problem having to eat a human being if they're dead. Like, I have no problem. It's not like I won't have a moral crisis. Like, I'm not going to be sitting there going, oh, no, I'm, I'm fucking hungry, bitch. I'm on the side of this mountain or in the woods. I'm eating you. I don't care. I might sure even eat you while you're alive. I don't, I, depends how I hungry. I got to cook it, though. No, yeah. I don't know. I'm not eating you raw. What are you, what am I, some sort of savage? Yeah. We, you're going to turn it into the, the fucking hamburger on the boat in the middle of the ocean in the cartoon. Yeah. But I'll tell, you, I'll tell you this right now. I'll be the last one eating, and I'll tell you why. Too much fat. Too much fat. Nobody yeah. wants to know I'm fat. They want to eat the skinny meat first. They want to eat the lean meat. Exactly. I like it's, it's. When you go to the grocery store, you don't buy the chopped meat that's 80% fat. No, you buy the 20% fat. Yeah, with 80% lean meat. Exactly. Yeah, you're fucking waste. Uh, and then I have I'm... to cut it off. Like it's just it, you know, and then when you get the the piece of like your stomach and I'm chewing on it, it's just like for like 10 minutes and I have to spit it out into my my ratty ass clothes because I don't have napkins. Yeah. <laughs> Garden woods. It's your rapes. I can't only... eat... what part of your body all right, what part of your body do you think or what part of the body would you be the first to eat? What would you eat first? Uh, probably thigh. Thigh, not the dick. No, no. Not the dick. Oh, so no. That's the... I, I mean, not that I was thinking like I'd I'll eat I'll tell a you dick. why, because dick is cartilage. You're going to eat it like if I said eat a dick. Like if you're like, I'm starving and we're in the woods and you're really hungry and I'm like, like oh, I'm so hungry. I'm like, eat a dick. You're not going to do that? Well, if that's the only option, obviously I'm going to eat a dick, but I'm going to save it for last because it's mostly cartilage. You get a little bit of meat at the head, but how you can't survive on a mushroom tip. Make it hard first, so you got some blood in there. It, that just is true. You know what? Here's you know why. Let, let me tell you why. Because when you, you get it hard, the balls shrink up. Yeah. And they get yeah. all tight. You want them loose so you, you want can eat the balls. You want to eat the ball sack first. You, I would deep fry a ball sack, though. Where are you deep frying balls in the middle of the Andes? Well, if you're going to have fat, that means you're going to get oil from your fat if we cook it. Oh, we're just going to get a fryer going? 
Luckily, we have this pot in this fire, and the whale. Maybe they had a fryer on the airplane. Where am I plugging it in? We'll use the fire to heat up the oil. I mean, I don't see a flaw. I just think it seems like a lot of work. All right. So, do you? You're not eating internal organs first. You're going to save them for later too. No, because you. It's survival food first. So just so survival food first. So just enough to sustain you to keep you alive. Yes. And you bring. Think about this too. A heart, a liver, a kidney, they're easier to transport than a human leg. Yes. So you eat the human leg first, you get the energy, you throw everything else in a bag, and then it's like, oh, I'm hungry. And instead of like grabbing a bag of Cheetos, you're snacking on a kidney. And eyeballs. And eyeballs and nut sacks. And toes. Toes got bones in them. And na- the nails. Now you throw well, that away. So, all right. So when you see something killed in the wild, like, like say, roadkill. Which brings me to another point later. It's on here. But the roadkill. What's the first thing that you see being eaten on roadkill? Small intestines, probably. Ass. They go right through the ass. They start eating the ass. You ever see a deer dead on the side of the road? The vultures always eat the ass first. I'm going to be honest. I actually never looked that closely. So are you eating ass? Well, I mean, I already do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't got to be dead for that one. Uh. Yeah, so I could do that, but so you're telling me that you would have a moral conflict? No, you, I, the more that you explain it, no, I wouldn't. I would, like say, God forbid, plane crashes. Me and your plane crashes, right? I die. Like you're eating me by like five o'clock that night, right? Um. All right. Are you again, like waiting? You're waiting again. Here's what I have to do. Am I the only survivor? Yes. So I know I have to let make my meals last. Right. So, much like somebody on a diet, I have to plan my meals per day. You're so gonna food I, I'm going to food prep, and I'm going to go You're skinny. Food prep my, my dead body. Of course. You're going to portion my parts. Yeah. You're going to put them in Tupperware and label them Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> no. Well, first I'm going to line up all the bodies. Is there how many bodies are we talking? Five, oh, ten? Please. Just you. It's just me and you. That's it. We oh, want to go. Right. We went to go on that plane with the one stewardess. and What happened out. to the stewardess and the pilot? They jumped out. They're, they're gone. They're gone. So it's just me and you. That's it. I'm, I'm food prepping you. I'm cutting you up. Okay. And then I'm going to cut. I'm going to fillet you. Okay. And I'm going to put you. I'm, I'm assuming we're in the snow. This is obviously in the snow. It's either going to be the snow or like deserted island. Oh, deserted island is a difference. That's, that changes everything because then you have to worry about temperature control and spoilage. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I don't, where am I getting a refrigerator on a deserted island? Not exactly. Amazon. My phone work? Yeah, but you can no, only get the. I, you can I, only I, get deliveries. I was gonna say, why wouldn't I just call for help? And if I can get you deliveries, why well, get deliveries? That's it. <clears throat> so they're gonna deliver to this deserted island, but not think to stop and find out why they're delivering to this deserted island. They don't care about that. They, they don't just, care. They're just doing their job. A little prime boat rolls up and drops. Well, it too, many, too many. The drone comes and drops the refrigerator. Into the uh, one outlet, into the one outlet that's placed in the middle of the woods. I have uh, so I have an outlet. One is it a two prong like a, a it's two prong refrigerator or? only? It's for like an industrial size refrigerator. All right, so I can plug my fridge in. Well, then that changes everything again. <laughs> and I fucking fillet you. I put you in little baggies that I've created out of some sort of bamboo. You're gonna or you're, you're, you're gonna run out. How am I gonna run out? Eventually, I'm not that big. I'll learn to fish. No fish. No fish. Coconut. Coconuts are not, um, how do I say? Uh, indigenous. Indigenous to that habitat. No fruit. Uh, no fruit, no animals, no, no, no fish. Trees. No. 
There's bark. trees. Bark. I can eat bark. Barkless trees. It's bark. Barkless trees. Yes. Hmm. I can make. I can. I can. I have fire. I have refrigeration. All right. How about this? Okay. Last part of the scenario. You run out of food. I'm done. I'm bones. I'm bones. I'm with the bones. Bone marrow. You, you, done. You sucked dry. it all dry. You sucked right. me dry. You ate my dick and you sucked me dry. <laughs> like I do. You kind of you ate a little bit of my ass too. But do you start cutting off pieces of yourself? No. And eating yourself? No. Why? Because no. Why? What sense does that make? I cut off my finger. Your toes. I'm bleeding. Right? My toes. No, then I can't stand up. No, you're gonna cauterize the wounds. With what? The fire. That's not gonna work. Then I'm gonna have second degree burns. No, you're cauterizing. You have ointment. Oh, I have ointment now. I have ointment. Yes, they they left some in the refrigerator. It was a refrigerator from paramedic station. So if that's the case, then there's probably some sort of protein in there. Nope. Nope. God. Nope. God. They they emptied it out when they shipped it, but they forgot the one little thing of ointment. Little thing of ointment that's supposed to last while I'm cauterizing my toe wounds. All your body wounds. All my body wounds. Yes. Use sparingly. That's what it says right on the jar. Use sparingly. Oh, it's a jar. It's a jar. You gotta... Yes, I know how a jar works. You twist it. Twist it. Twist twist it. Okay. So anyway, we've come to the conclusion that we both don't have any problems eating dead bodies if we needed to survive. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. Tell me about this dream. Can't even get it out. Just say the word dream and he fucking Vinny giggles like a schoolgirl. I... So I'm gonna say that this isn't the first or last weird dream that I've had like the last Oh, it's month. not the first. No, these are like all bizarre. Well, Jeff Hardy trying to fuck me. <laughs> Rape me. In the yeah, army. Was fuck you. And then there was some, I forget what the other one was. There's been like at eight or nine. All right. So it winds up being the whole part of the dream because there's more. So I'm going to say that the dream in all was wound up being a simulation. What? So I was in a simulation at this resort. But I didn't know I was in the simulation at the time. But I was in the resort, and there was this guy that, like, we were fighting. He was a douchebag. But I was, like, at this resort, and you had, like, this, like, everyone's staying in this, like, I guess this, like, beach house. And it, like, kind of a circle is going around. There's a party is going on. Then there's, like, uh, you can see the pool and the beach and stuff like that. So, like, I keep walking around. And, like, maybe I'm either, like, walking around the house or running around the house away from this guy. And there's this guy that's standing, like, in the pantry, and he's naked. Of course. And I don't understand why he's standing there. Like, he's, like, in the pantry, like, just... And I'm like, is this guy alive? Is he all right? So I'm like, hey, buddy. Hey. And I go shake him. He's like, what? And he fucking scared the shit out of me. He's like, why the fuck are you waking me up? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, sorry. Right? So he's like, ah. And I'm, like, just wondering why he's naked, but I don't ask him. So, like, I kept doing, like, my, my normal daily routine there. And I come around again, and I see this guy stand there. I forget why he's standing in there and that he's sleeping so i do this like three or four times i keep startling him which startles me he's screaming i'm like he's like why the fuck you keep waking me up i'm like why the fuck you standing here he's like because i can't sit down i have a i have a medical condition and he's got shit all over his ass in the back of his legs and he says he can't sit or lay down because he's got a shitty ass and that's one of part of the dream what the fuck what the fuck what so that's one part of the dream so my question is, when you talk about, like, dream analysis, what, who's going to analyze that? I will, right now. Okay. You. And by the way, I did fight that guy and won the other guy that I was, you know, I fought him and won. And when I killed him in the thing, 
woke up and was like, oh, that was a simulation. Your children are you running around in this dream, and you're the guy with the shitty ass sleeping, okay. and your kids keep waking you up, and all you do is shit half the day anyway, so that's your medical condition. Well, he had long hair. It's it's not exact science. Why was he naked? You're naked sometimes. Why was he standing in the pantry in the middle of the kitchen? You, you like to eat and shit. And At the sleep. same time, he had sh- caked, caked on shit all over his his body. You're going to tell me. At a resort. At a resort, no less. What kind of five-star resort's letting people just walk around with shitty asses in a kitchen? You're going to tell kitchen. me. That's You've not been at a fancy not, resort. Not high, that's not hygienic at all. It's definitely not hygienic. What? You're going to tell me you haven't been to a five-star resort and shit all over yourself and then walk naked around the kitchen for no reason whatsoever and fell asleep in the pantry. Give me a break. We've all been there. You sit there and lie to me. Right, right to my face. But you've I mean, never done that. Does the sharding count? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I guess. There you go. Now, in that vein, I think I've asked you this, but since you brought this story up, uh, have you ever gone into like a one or two person bathroom to just like take a piss at the urinal and the fucking toilet is just like, punished with shit? Yes. But you don't go in there and then you're going to wash your hands and somebody, somebody else walks in. And they think you did it and didn't flush? Yeah, not me, bro. Uh, yeah, you're just going to be like, no, nah, that wasn't, dude, that totally wasn't me. Trust me. You, I, go, you ever go into a bathroom and see shit sprayed up on the fucking back of the wall? Yeah. Well, who who shits like that? They fired off a fucking rocket? And what angle? They'd have to be ass in the air above the toilet. Like, how do you do that? How do you do that? I don't know. What else? Two more random things, and then uh, we'll get into some sports and wrestling. I think I asked you this. Have you ever, like, I shaved my head, which means I kind of shaved my neck, the back of my neck, the side of my neck, and, you know, all that stuff. Have you ever gotten, like, just this rogue hair, like, on the side of your neck that it all of a sudden is, like, two inches long? It, like, it wasn't there, and then it's there? Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't get, like, on the side of my neck, but I'll get, like, on the back of my shoulder, or in the middle, right in the middle of my back. Yeah. It'll be, like, a hair, like, four inches long. Body weeds. Yeah, like where the fuck does it come from? It's like a weed. You ever you mow your lawn and the next day you have a six foot dandelion sticking out of the middle of your lawn. That's that's what that that hair is to your body. It's a body weed. It may, I, I fucking hate them. You're disgusting. Like it's you're like you feel so. Fa- Don't you feel filthy? Not only do I feel filthy, I always discover it at the most inappropriate time. Like I'm, I'm in a meeting with like five other managers and I'm just sitting there oh, scratching man. my neck and then I'm like, what the what the fuck is this? What the fuck? And I'm like trying to like slowly like tug it out of my fucking neck. And I was like, "What are you doing?" I can pull like nose hairs out of my nose hairs. I'll fucking do that shit all day. Yeah, like I, I, you, you just continually fuck with it. You're like, fuck. Yeah. And, you're, and then when you go to try to pull it though, it curls up. And then you can't find it right away. Yeah. <laughs> like it just plays this game with you of hide and seek. It's like, ah, gotcha, bitch. And you know, here's a side note because you brought up nose hair. You know what the best part? You know when you really know you pulled a good nose hair out? It hurts like a bitch. And you sneeze. You hear, yeah, and you hear bink. You're bink. I'm the <laughs> Yes. You're like, oh, that was a good one. That one was really in there. I, mean, I always look at them to see if I got like the roots. You got to see how many you pulled out too. Yeah, yeah. Or like you get the one that's like all the way in there and then you're like, bink. And it's and like a foot long. Yeah. It's like I you pulled it. it out. It was connected to your brain. I what what's really scary is um well you know if you live with like women and you shower in the same place as they shower and you use a towel that they may have used and then you're drawing yourself up and you look down and all of a sudden you're like 
what the fuck? And I looked one time and I looked on my dick and I had this hair that was wrapped around it that was like 10 inches long. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And it wasn't mine. It was obviously ours. That was on the towel. But it, it wrapped around me like two extension cords. <laughs> like it was fucking yeah. not themselves. <laughs> Holy shit. Last thing, and you asked me this. How do you brush your teeth? Oh, um, all right. Have you watched porn? What is porn? Oh, it's um adult erotic cinema. I've heard about that, but in I see I study rhyontology and we don't uh, we're not allowed to watch porn. Oh, okay. Well, imagine if you will. I brush my teeth as if I was giving the most vicious blowjob in the world. And it sounds so fucked up, but I was thinking about it. I have an electronic toothbrush too. Yeah, I do tell you the same one. Yeah, so while I was sitting there. And it's supposed to do all the work for you, but I'm like, no, we can do better. And, and yeah. I'm like, oh. now let me ask you this: yeah, I brush my tongue, and I have to. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta get. You can't go too far back where you're poking that thing in the back end. But yeah. you gotta, get, you gotta get the tongue. You gotta go back. But you can't yeah. break eye contact with yourself in the mirror. No, you gotta look at yourself. You gotta fucking look yourself. You, don't close your eyes and pinch the toothbrush with two fingers. No, you gotta fucking double fucking grip that icon and hold the back of it and fucking staring at yourself. You know what I do sometimes too? I pull the toothbrush out, out and I go I spit all over and yeah, lick the and side of it. Right back in. Right up right right back in my mouth and then up my ass. You gotta you gotta clean both spots and got your yeah, your you time clean. crunch. Yeah you're you're crunching for time and you know I believe that you should be minty on both sides. You never know who you're gonna meet that day. If right? you am I right you're right what if, you never what? know who you're going to meet that. You never know who you're going to walk down the street from one day, and they're going to be like, hey, excuse me, fine, sir. And you're like, yes, my lady. And she's like, I really have a penchant for a taste of a minty asshole. And you're like, well, you're in luck. What if that's the day that we get into a plane crash and I'm forced to eat your asshole? I'd be like, Finny, that was so nice of you. You brushed your asshole for me because you know right, I'd have but, to eat. Yeah, thank God it didn't taste like shit. It, yeah. It's tartar-controlled anus. <laughs> By the way, real quick, because I know we just went full circle, I would keep your severed head watching me eat all the different parts of your body, and then when I ate your dick, I'd eat it slow and just stare at you. All right. Not to be weird, but you're on an island alone. You cut off my head. No, I'm not doing it. You're not making me blood. No. I got to draw a line somewhere. (laughs) I have morals. I have some morals. I might jerk off onto your face. You close my eyes when you do though, because I don't want it to burn in my afterlife. No, because I need to eat the eyes, so I got to close the eyes so that way. Yeah, yeah. I'll make sure though that I eat pineapples before I before the crash. What What would that? How would that help me? So I, my stuff don't taste bad. I'm not drinking your cum. If there's some in the chamber, you might. You're gonna half cock it for me. What if I was jerking off in the bathroom when the plane crashed? I didn't come. <laughs> and it's like halfway up the barrel. Yeah, and because what? it because it died so suddenly, my clenched my hand and cut and pinched the tube so it couldn't even go back down. And then it freezes, and then it's like a it's a coxicle. It's like a pineapple icy. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, I appreciate that. That's very thoughtful. I know. I try. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> that was definitely random and strange and funny. Yeah. Sometimes it just some things we talk about just doesn't fit into categories. Yeah, sure. I'll have another dream for you next week. Oh God, I really, really hope you do because, goddamn, why not? We like sports and we don't care who knows. I'm shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. 
We like sports and we don't care who knows. Would you consider someone to be into the National Football Hall of Fame with a QB rating of 85 over somebody of with a QB rating of 97? All right. So I'm going to try to guess one of the quarterbacks because there's two that I can think of that is probably in there. All right. It's either going to be Joe Namath or Boomer Sison. No, no. These are more recent. More recent quarterbacks. One is still technically active, and one retired a few years ago and does commentary. Tony Romo? Yes. And then Aaron Rodgers? No, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Okay. Um, so here, let me just give you a little quick backstory. I was on Twitter, and somebody posted, do you think Cam Newton belongs in the, uh, the Hall of Fame? And I said, no. Yeah. And yeah. they said, well, why not? I said, well, he's only got a QB rating of 85, and I started rambling off some stats, and I put, and I said, why wouldn't you consider somebody like Tony Romo's got a QB rating of 97? Tony Romo sucks. So I pulled up a comparison between Tony Romo, and I don't like either one, but I pulled up a comparison between Tony Romo and Cam Newton. And Tony Romo's stats are majority way better. Yeah, probably the only thing that Cam Newton <laughs> has over Tony Romo is rushing yards, I would assume, and uh, maybe a fewer fumbles or interceptions, I would say. I think that Tony Romo definitely has more yards, more completion, more attempts. So, let me just give you a quick, uh, quick rundown. QB running really doesn't matter too much for me, only because like stats – yeah, you can have a QB rating and throw for a billion yards. I was just use, using that as an example because I didn't want to go through every one of these stats. So I'll just give you a quick rundown of this. And I'm not saying either one of these two belong in the Hall of Fame, but I want to know why people think Cam Newton, because I've seen a bunch of people posting it on Twitter. Cam Newton should be in the Hall of Fame. Why isn't Cam Newton in the Hall of Fame? But nobody's saying Tony Romo, and I hate them both. But just bear with me here. Game started Tony Romo 156, Cam Newton 148. So they're pretty close. Right? right, wins as a starter: Romo seventy-eight, Newton seventy-five. Losses: Cam Newton sixty-eight, Romo 50, forty-nine. Win percentage: Romo six fourteen, Cam Newton five twenty-four. Pass completions: Cam Newton twenty-six eighty-two, Romo twenty-eight twenty-nine. Okay. Uh, pass completion percentage: Cam Newton fifty-nine, Tony Romo sixty-five. Passing yards: Romo thirty-four thousand one hundred eighty-three, Newton thirty-two thousand three hundred eighty-two. Touchdowns: Here's a big one. Newton, 194, Romo, 248. Yeah. Interceptions thrown. Cam Newton, 123, Romo, 117. Okay, close. Uh, no, so one. by comparison, though, Romo throws more interceptions per pass than Newton does. Yes. Because so more touchdowns per, per interception. Yes. Okay. Uh, their yards attempted, uh, yards per pass attempt is roughly the same. Their adjusted yards per pass attempts are roughly the same. Uh, their yards per pass completion is exactly the same. Their interception percentage is exactly the same. But their QB rating is Tony Romo's ninety-seven point one. Cam Newton's eighty-five point two. So do they have their rushing rushing yards? Uh, they do not have a passing yard, passing completion, passing attempts. Now they do not have rushing yards. But I'm sure Cam Newton probably has way more. So we'll and give rushing, them that one. Rushing and rushing, rushing. Yeah, but that doesn't justify why he's in the no. conversation and Romo's not. I don't think. Honestly, either of them go into the Hall of Fame? Oh, I don't think so either. I'm just I, my question I, is what I, I, I actually think that Romo has a better chance getting into the NFL Hall of Fame as a commentator than he does as a football player. Because he's actually yeah. really good as a fucking commentator. Yeah. Um, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And he can read defenses and shit out of the commentating booth like nobody have ever seen, but he couldn't do it on the field. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't do it when he was looking at it, but when he's looking at it from the side, he's great. But uh Cam Newton is extremely overrated. He only really had 
two, maybe three great seasons. Well, I mean, really good season. He had the one Super Bowl season where they got smoked. And, uh, I mean, there was nothing – the first two years, like all these uh, – majority of these quarterbacks, they get figured out. And once he got figured out, it was over. He got drafted in, what, 2009, I want to say? That's so. and something like that. And I remember working at Fridays at that time, and I was talking to somebody, and they're like, oh, dude, Cam Newton is the best quarterback in college. He's going to be a fucking stud. I'm like, I'm like, five years. I'm like, he's going to be done in five years. And give or take five years, he got figured out, like you said, because they all do. We're all running quarterbacks do. And what I don't even know what fucking TV's on anymore. None. Yeah, exactly. And you have, like, um, another conversation is, like, Jalen Hurts. You think he's great, but you could tell already, not his overall production, but some of his stats already have gone down. Like his rushing yards per game have gone down. Um, and that's because defense have figured out how to stop him from running the ball. I mean, yeah. he does have three or four rushing touchdowns, but they're all from one yard out. He's not getting, you know, these, you know, 30-yard runs that he was getting last year. And once they start breaking that down and then they start figuring out how to cover the receivers and him, it's over. Yeah. It, 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 all rushing quarterbacks have a time limit. Well, yeah, because then their body starts breaking down and then they can't move. Not even just that. I'm just saying as far as they'll have one season, nobody can figure them out. Yeah. Like Kaepernick. And then Kaepernick, uh, what's his name on the on the Ravens, who's still kind of good. Lamar Jackson's still kind of good, but he's a little more diverse now that he's not as much rushing as he was, but he's still mm-hmm. a lot of rushing. So if they're not adapting, they're they're getting figured out. Yeah, I agree. That, that was just a question I had for you. Oh, so what do you got? Can we as a whole, as a society – Yes. Um, a collection of human beings, football yep. fans. Yes. Ah, finally, saying the Jets have a top five defense. <laughs> well, we can stop that, and we can also stop saying that the Jets. All right. So I've been listening to the fan lately, and we've said it since February or March when Aaron Rodgers signed with, or April, whenever he signed with the, the Jets, Aaron Rodgers signed with them. We knew what was going to happen. We told everybody for months. And we said the Jets aren't winning the Super Bowl. It's not happening. All of a sudden, now these Jets fans are going bananas on the fans saying, you need to get rid of fucking Zach Wilson. Our season's done. They're trashing the, the season. Uh, this is unbelievable. I heard today, this is unbelievable. This is our worst nightmare could ever come true. No, this is reality. This is what we told you was going to happen. For you to, like, again, being delusional and think you were going to win the Super Bowl, even if Aaron Rodgers is in that spot, he makes a few extra plays. Is he winning those games? I Not the Cowboys game. The Cowboys game. He might have won the Patriots game, but I, I don't know. That I mean, I don't know if he wins the Buffalo game, though, because that was that game – was won not because of the Jets either. That was because of a special teams play. That's the only reason that team that game was won. And not only that, and again, we talked about this already. So I'm not. I'm still not making excuses for that game because the Bills played like shit. The Bills have historically been very bad against the run. And when Zach Wilson went in the game, the whole game plan shifted from passing, which is Rogers, to running to which is Wilson. Yes, and um, I will say in the. Um... So the Jets fans are going bananas, you know. They're they're losing their minds. So it's the worst thing could ever happen. They think Aaron Rodgers is coming back at the end of this year. Well, it, it's the the Dolphin sex noises are going to heal him. Yeah. Uh, so I can't fucking take them. I can't take them because there's a thing I said to you today about. So two things about the Jets. So they're all everyone's all up in arms because Robert Sala is defending Zach Wilson and oh they need to he needs to talk get rid of him and they need to get rid of him. He sucks. I'm not saying he doesn't suck, but as a head coach, you can't go up there and be like. Oh yeah, my my starting quarterback's terrible. You have to you have to give the guy some confidence. You have to give the kid some confidence. You have to be like, yeah, we stand behind him. You're, 
Well, you know, the rest of his team is trashing him behind his back. You can't stand up there and go on a press conference and, and just destroy the kid. That he's never going to be any good, yeah. you know? And then, so that's the one thing that I, I was kind of mad about. Like, yeah, get another quarterback, try him out, but you don't, you're not going to trash him at a press conference. Number two, they said, oh, we're going we're gonna to win without Aaron Rodgers. Even with Zach Wilson. Remember that text I sent you? We're still yep. on the Buffalo with Zach Wilson, but what's your excuse? That was that one. And then – all of a sudden, now they flipped on. He had two very poor games. He's not a good quarterback. They flipped on. He That's it. It's over. Over for the Jets, right? So Aaron Rodgers had a quote, too, saying on the Pat McAfee show, oh, you know, I don't like all that sideline stuff that they're doing, like the, the Garrett Wilson getting all amped up on the sideline and the sidebar, like all that side stuff. I don't like that. You know, it, it's not focused on the game. I don't like that side. Dude. We had to watch you fucking go in a cave, talk about fucking COVID vaccines, uh, parade yourself around Taylor Swift fucking uh, concerts and Ranger games, and put on a whole circus on everything. But no, you're worried about the field and not the sideshow shit. When you are the sideshow, right? Yeah. And then, and, oh, and then I'm coming back like a phoenix, but better than ever. Like, just stop it. You're done. You're done. You're finished. It's over. It's a wrap. You're not coming back. And you have these fucking uh, Jet fans sitting here, and it's just one thing out. Well, this would have been our year. No, it wasn't going to no, be your year. going to be your year. Stop it. Stop it. Now, Rodgers has been out two weeks. Now, I get the first week. He was probably in the hospital. He had the surgery. This past mm -hmm. week, the home game, they're playing their biggest rival. Why isn't he on the sideline? Nowhere to be found. He's probably what? sitting at home with my player. Yeah. Why isn't he at practices all week say, helping Wilson? He, he could still tell him what to do. He could still coach the kid. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, get the little uh, tablet out and show him, hey, look, on this play, you know, you said that you did this. You looked here when you should have been looking here, did a check down here. You know, you made this read here when you should have been making this read. See what the defenders are doing here on this play. Um, when they're set up like that, this is what's going to happen. Because a veteran quarterback who's been in the league for fucking 15 years should be able to tell the rookie that he was there to mentor was the whole reason, was half of the reason, because I'm sorry, the fan did say, oh, the whole reason was to get Zach Wilson ready. No, it wasn't. The whole reason was for the Jets to win the Super Bowl this year, which wasn't going to happen anyway. But, the you know, the secondary reason was to get Zach Wilson uh, some veteran experience. Fine. Why isn't he giving him that? Yeah. I mean, if you watch any game, like anytime the second quarter, like the, the backup quarterback goes in because it's a blowout game, the Dolphins game, the Bills game this past week, they put the backup in. And what if happens as soon as the backup comes off the field? They could be winning by fucking 50 points. The main quarterback comes over and he talks to the rookie and he tells I, him what happened. And I'm going to go as far as, and I don't like him, and we were just talking about him, Tony Romo. When he got hurt, he was sitting there on the sideline every week with the fucking headset on, sitting there. And when uh, Andy Dalton came out or whoever it was, uh, or Jason Garrett or whoever the quarterback was at the time, I think it was Jason Garrett, he come off the field and he would tell him, you blah, 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 like telling him, oh, this is what you got to do, you know, in the, that situation. And that's what a leader does. Yeah. That's how, that's how you make it your team. You're not making your team by sitting there going on the Pat McAfee show every day now. What is that? Yeah. Because he's got nothing else to do. He's just sitting in money. Yeah. You got fleeced, Jets fans. You got fucking fleeced. He's not coming back. He's going to say all the right things. And then when it comes time for him to get on the field, he's going to be like, ah, oh, I tried really hard, but. uh, You know uh, what? You know what? He's saying all this shit. What? He's saying all this shit for money. Because the more yeah. and more he says, I'm coming back, I'm coming back, his jerseys are going to sell. 
because yep. merch is going to sell. The they're going to have to believe in they're going to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mind you, mind you, I'm just going to put this in perspective, okay? If Aaron Rodgers was there, they want to make the playoffs. The AFC East is so competitive that you're not making the playoffs with the two top teams in that division. Between the Bills between, and Dolphins. Between the Bills and the Dolphins, in one week, they scored over 100 points collectively. Yes. Two teams. Yeah. It's not happening. The Jets can't put a touchdown on the board. That's the two best teams in the division. Aaron Rodgers cannot compete with that. And then there's a the thing with, um, aside from that, there's a thing today where Tiki Barber, or yesterday, Tiki Barber <clears throat> on the Tiki and Evan and Tiki or Tiki Roberts, whatever the hell it's called now, um, show was Joe Beningo came on and he starts blasting Tiki because Joe Beningo's a Jets fan. And he's like, oh, you hate the Jets. You want them to lose. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Tiki's just like, no, I'm just saying you can't blame, you can't like just rip Zach Wilson apart. He's not the only problem on the team, which is right. Like, I mean, Daniel Jones, the same way. Daniel Jones isn't the only problem, but he's going to take the heat. And I don't like Daniel Jones, but he's going to take the heat. He's the quarterback. He's going to take the heat. But you have these receivers that Zach Wilson did throw the ball and it was in their hands and they dropped it. You have an offensive line that isn't protecting them. You have a defense that ain't doing shit. So, I mean, you got to, this kid has been, it's not like Daniel Jones has been four years where he's been playing football consistently as a starter. Zach Wilson has been getting put in, taken out, put in, taken out, put in, taken out. And then in the past two years, they've just been fucking with this kid. So how can you have any sort of consistency with a quarterback where you don't give him time to develop? And and if, if you're a receiver, I know there's like a certain relationship between your quarterback and a receiver. If you don't respect the guy throwing you the ball, how are you going to put your all into the play? Right. And if you're coming back yelling at the fucking quarterback throwing you the ball or not throwing you the ball, how do you think he's going to react to you when he sees you open? Oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. What's going to happen? You need to have a, a professional relationship with them, and you need to have um, timing. Like, you need to know – you need to be able to know each other, like the back of your hand, like what – anticipate what each other is going to do. They were talking about that on the fan uh, – actually, yesterday morning, it was Boomer and Geo. And, and as much as I hate Boomer, he was a quarterback, yeah. and he made a good point for a change. He said, and I didn't watch the Jets game or the Dolphins game. I was watching Red Zone and the Bills game. I had them on two TVs. They they were saying that Allen and Tua were throwing the ball to where the receiver was going to be. Ooh, and Wilson right. was throwing it to where the receiver was. Right. So he was getting wasn't the ball behind by the time when he was throwing it, the receiver was already passed on his route. Yeah, he and, wasn't anticipating where his <clears> guy was going to be. Right. So say, for example, if for people that don't watch football, if you're running a a slant route uh, toward the middle of the field. A lot of times to lose a defender, you'll take like a step to the outside and then cut inside. So when that quarterback is, say that's the design of the play, that's the design of the play. Usually the wide receiver will take a step to the outside to fake out the defender and cut back inside and, and do a slant. When that quarterback sees that receiver take that step to the outside, he's already throwing into the middle of the field. So that, that receiver, when he turns and cuts back in, that ball's right here. It's ready for him in step. So he when he he's, he's not stopping and catching the ball and having to run. He's running in step so he doesn't even break momentum. And, and that's what the anticipation is for these quarterbacks. And the timing, you'll see a lot of them with the timing. You'll see Allen, and I don't like Mahomes, but you'll see him. You'll see Tua. These guys will throw the ball downfield, and it's an 80-yard pass, and these guys are catching it like this, right? Like just dropped right in their arms. Yeah. And a perfect example of that was Tua looking back and tossing yeah. it yeah, I mean, that's that's just trust in your receivers. And mm -hmm. re the receivers having to trust that the ball is going to be where they're going to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, and that's something I don't necessarily see. See, I don't think Zach Wilson – I'm going to give Zach Wilson a benefit of the doubt and say that if he, if he went into a lower market team, he could be more successful than him being on the Jets. Because I feel like a kid – I don't feel that like any kid should be drafted number one for any New York team and like a veteran should come in after or like after two years and get traded in because it's very hard for someone to adjust. And the few exceptions are, and they said it on the fan is Eli Manning. He's the only one who's been able to adjust coming into New York, taking that pressure, getting beat down by the fans and the media and being able to overcome that. Nobody else has been able to do it. Daniel Jones isn't able to do it. Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold, Mark Sanchez, and Mark Sanchez did have some success. Uh, Geno Smith, all these guys, none, none of them could do it. I mean, now I mean, Seattle, and he's a fucking superstar. Yeah, and and, and uh, Sam Darnold went down to Carolina last year and got him, almost got him to the playoffs. No, yep. it's you know you can, we've rambled off the list of uh, quarterbacks for the Jets, but I mean like remember twenty years ago it was Chad Pennington. He was the guy. He was yeah. the guy. He's gonna get him there. It's every three years. Hey, Lucas. Vinny Testaverde. Well, Vinny Testaverde, he came in, he tore his fucking ACL. And then you yeah. have Brett Favre and, and Boomer Siason, and they're all going to be the answer. So the Jets either get someone too young and too inexperienced or too old and past the prime, which is the problem. They don't get anybody, like I said, and like you said, a Derek Carr or a Jimmy G who's just about to hit their prime and have at least fucking six to seven more years in the league. If, 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 on, on average, maybe more, depending if they stay healthy. And the Jets' goals, like, we're Mets fans. The Mets' fan goal is to finish over 500 and maybe make the playoffs. Yes. And if you make the playoffs, get to the next round, and then get to the next round, and then hopefully get to the series. Jets fans every year, this is the year we're getting to the Super Bowl. How about you get to the playoffs? Okay. How about you finish over 500? Yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're, they're Yankee fans at least are able to have that expectation because they're usually in the playoffs, except for this year. But Jet fans, you don't have any expectation. You can't go from a shit team to the Super Bowl in the next year. It doesn't happen that way. It never happens that way. And the last thing I want to say about the Jets is out of all these, well, Colin Kaepernick was petitioning to go for the Jets. I think it's hilarious. But of all these people that the Jets had reached out to them, they did have, they reached out to Chad Henney. He said no. Um, Matt Ryan reached out to them, and Carson Wentz reached out to them. They said no. So they decided that they're going to sign Trevor Simeon. A guy who's played six, I think, six professional games as a starter. Yes, yeah, he, he, he has like two touchdowns and like ten interceptions, something crazy stat where it's like – It's fucking terrible. Yeah, he's not good. No, uh, I mean, at least I would – I wouldn't take Matt Ryan because he's old and he's, he's going he's gonna to break – Carson Wentz does have some injury issues, but at least Carson Wentz could probably give you the best shot. He could give you a, a five to six win season at least. Yeah. And I'll give Boomer some credit that because he did say get try to get Jameis Winston, but uh, New Orleans ain't going to get rid of him as a backup because then they'd have to go with uh, Taysom Hill. But Jameis Winston would probably be a good fit because he can move and he throws. He could throw the ball. I mean, he throws a lot of interceptions, but he's going to give them at least a chance. You know, at this point, what, what, like, it doesn't matter who you put in because you're going to suck. Yeah. You might, you might as well just, so you can't string Zach Wilson along. So you got to either say to him, dude, you're not going to be a starter anymore, or we're going to trade you. You know, we're, we're going to do something because the team has lost confidence in him. They were not going to say that. Like, the team itself has. The head coach has, but can't say he has, hasn't. Um, the fans have. They want his head. 
The media has. They're destroying. So the kid has zero confidence. He's not going to go out there and be able to play. All he's thinking about now, because quarterbacks are very um, cerebral. All right. So, you know, to me, quarterbacks have to be the smartest guy in the field. All right. They have to. And that's why a lot of these quarterbacks fail is because they're not the smartest guy in the field. So you have to be able to, you know, pretty much predict the future when you're looking at the defense and stuff like that. Um, and a bunch of other things uh, that have to go with it. But they get in their head so bad that this kid with no confidence, all he's going to think about is every time he steps on the field, gets the ball boos. And the boos in MetLife are crazy. Then you're going to have, you know, all the opponents talking shit. His teammates, oh, are they going to block for me? Are they just trying to tank me now? Are my receivers going to drop the ball on me? It, it's over. Like, it, this, this, unfortunately for this kid, it's over. Yeah. I mean, and and I, the, the, the thing with him is he's going to finish the year either as a starter or as a backup because Rob Sala and Woody Johnson, that was their boy. They yeah. drafted him first. They wanted Joe him. Joe Douglas. Yeah. Joe Douglas. If, if they inherited Zach Wilson, he would have been gone already. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's the same. I mean, I think that's kind of the same thing that has to go with uh, Daniel Jones. And it's not uh, Brian Dable's boy. And it's not Joe Schoen's boy. But they were like, oh, we could turn him around. We could fix him. And when they fixed him a little bit last year and made him look like Josh Allen in, in, in certain aspects, then they're like, oh, well, we got this. And then all of a sudden, the real Daniel Jones showed up again. And then yeah. now what do you do? Do you sit there and go, oh, we fucked up. Let's get rid of him and get him out of this contract. Or do you try to salvage salvage him in the season and, and try to make adjustments to make it work? And I, I really Tyrod's your backup, right? Tyrod's a backup. I mean, at this point, like, give him a, Jones another couple of weeks. Tyrod did get the Bills to the playoffs. I like not, Tyrod, but he's made a glass. That's the only problem. He, he is, but if he if they could protect him, yeah, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, he is. I agree. But, I mean, he brought uh, a half-decent Bills team to the playoffs 10 years ago or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, something's got to At least he – I mean, Daniel Jones is mobile too, but Daniel Jones just doesn't have – and I've said this for years. He doesn't have vision. Yeah. Uh, would be vision, so he can't detect. He doesn't. He's not able to detect where when the blindside uh, rush is coming and he's about to get hit, and where he could step up in the pocket. And that's the one thing Eli Manning was usually pretty good about is he could step up. He knew he felt like his spider sense was tingling. He could step up in the pocket and make a throw. Now he's not going to run the ball. Eli got sacked a lot for that, but he was able to get out of situations like that because he could feel. What's going on? Or release the ball quicker like Peyton used to do. Peyton would get rid of the ball. If you were to look at Peyton's last 10 years, I wonder how many passes, not his last 10 years, his last five years, how many passes were over 50 yards? Probably not a lot. No, he he was a lot like Brady towards the end where he was yeah. just throwing 10-yard screen passes. Yeah, 10-yard, 15-yard slants, something like that, That every play. But it worked, and it was all yards after the catch. Yeah, and that's what the Giants have to do too is they have to understand that you'll get the one or two plays to you know your Jalen uh, Hyatt or somebody who can run downfield and throw a bomb to. You'll get one or two of those, but you ha- you can't have these routes where these guys are taking a long time having to run their route because you don't have a lot of time to throw the ball. So you got to do quick outs, quick slants, you know, just to get the ball out. And then once you get the ball out fast enough, that defense is going to be like, all right, well, we're not going to blitz because we got to try to get more defenders on these receivers. So they're going to stop blitzing. And then that's when you can hit them. Yeah. It's a, you lull them into a false sense of confidence. Yeah. And that's why it's so important for a running game to be established, too. You know, if you have a solid running game, you could do anything. If you have a guy getting five yards of carry, you just keep pounding the ball, pounding the ball, pounding the ball, play action, bomb, done. Yeah. So 
Well, that's my two cents about that. Another thing that happened this week, and, and it wasn't really a big deal because it really wasn't talked about, but I've come to the conclusion that Patrick Mahomes is the LeBron James of the NFL. Ugh, because be I don't know. If, I saw. I sent you the the play I was talking about. Yeah. He, it was the Chiefs game this past week. He was going to pass the ball. Somebody gets tackled behind him, and the guy literally rolls over and touches touches the back of his leg. And Holmes like, oh, 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 and they're like, oh my god, Patrick Mahomes is hurt, and he's limping off the field. And then of course the next play, he's fine. He's fucking flopping out there like a soccer player. Yeah, it, it's to the point, and when you've been watching him season after season now, it's every time he gets touched, he's flopping. But he wants yeah. called. He wants he wa- he wanted the roughing the passer call, which it wasn't. He got it on that play, by the way. Did he? Yes. Right. But yeah, but it wasn't. Uh, that's what he wants. They're going to give it to him just like they did with Brady. That's their golden boy. But Patrick Mahomes is it, it's going to be the same thing, and it's they're going to be the, either the boy who cried wolf because these ankle injuries were, are bullshit. Because they're like, oh well, he's fine. He'll be in the next game. No shit, because he wasn't hurt. Yeah, and. And and this has to do with the Chiefs in general. And I don't know if you feel this way, but and I dislike the Jets and I dislike the Cowboys. I dislike the Eagles. The Kansas City Chiefs have to be the most dislikable team I've ever encountered in my entire fucking life. So the Chiefs were always never on my radar, ever. Right. I hate the Jets because mostly because I hate their fan base. Right. I hate the Eagles because of their fan base. The Cowboys because of their fan base. I mean, I hate the teams too, but the Chiefs, I actually think I hate the team itself. Yes, I hate the team. I don't hate the fans. I hate the team. The, the media circus that has become the Chiefs. Taylor Swift is there hanging out with uh, Kelsey's mom because they're dating now. Who gives a fuck? And, Who gives a fuck? And we're going to talk about Taylor Swift for a second because she's up there acting like an asshole in the fucking the, the luxury suite wearing the jersey like she's been a fan her whole fucking life the dude's deep dick in you and that's the only reason you're excited meanwhile did he like she's not attractive i'm sorry no she's not she's, and she's, she's mid and she's a very dislikable person to me because she's just like i maybe because everyone likes her and i don't get it i, I I'm, I'm on the same exact page with you i don't get it like she's she's I don't think she's great. I mean she's got a few catchy songs, okay. But I don't think it's like something crazy. She charges up the ass for tickets, which is a shit move. And then she has like she's dating Kelsey, and they're like, oh, it's such a big deal, and, and there's a big media circus around her. Everyone she dates is for three months, and then she writes a song about them. Yeah, she's <laughs> dating him for material because nobody liked her last album. Yeah, and she he has fucking he's a douchebag. He's a I douchebag. I can't stand. I don't even know anything about the other brother on the Eagles. This one, yeah, he, isn't he the one that had the dating Kelsey reality, yeah, yeah, she, 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 yeah, reality show? Like, and dude, he thinks he's, he's like, yo, this is what we do, yo. Like, ugh, stop. Like, I, I, if if Kelsey and Mahomes weren't on the Chiefs, I would give two shits about that team. It's those two guys I can't fucking stand. Yeah, and because it's, and I liked Mahomes his first season, I really did. But he he grew into an arrogant asshole. And Kelsey, listen, Kelsey's probably the greatest tight end that's ever lived. I'm not taking that away from him. Gronk? Kelsey's going to have a longer career than Gronk. Yeah, but I mean, right now. I don't know. Kelsey's pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, but right now, Gronk's career versus right now, Kelsey. And, and I did like Tony Gonzalez, too, was a great. And Antonio Gates, they're you know great tight ends. I think Kelsey's going to wind up being the best tight, tight end that's ever lived, barring injury. But, guy. 
you're not doing yourself any favors. Like some people think it's cute. It's not cute. I don't like, I don't like when someone is over the top arrogant because one day you're going to humble. It's going to happen. Look at fucking Brian Bosworth back in the day and fucking oh. Bo Jackson ran through him and ended his fucking career. I got one. I've got one recently who got fucking humbled. And I mean, there's still going to be bravado there and there's still going to be, he's still going to be okay. But and I talked about it earlier with you. Coach Crime. He. Coach Crime. And I'm not even saying anything about him because he's not that bad. His son's a shithead. The team are shitheads. You know, they're like, oh, he's doing great things. Okay, good. He's doing great things for team, for people who couldn't go to Colorado, I guess. I'm going to I'm gonna make a couple predictions here. First, I told you that they were going to get their ass smacked against Oregon. Did I not? Yes, you did. They're going to get their ass smacked again this week against USC. It's going to happen. Oh, absolutely. They're already out of the top 25. I knew it was going to happen. It, the reason, too, they're making a big deal is because they have a reality show, Coach Prime. How is it that all of these people, and you're telling me there's not a script, but there's Coach Prime, he's having a successful year. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, Hard Knocks. Oh, Jets are going to Super Bowl. They're hyping up the Jets, which in no normal situation would you say that the Jets with Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb are going to win the Super Bowl, no matter who their fucking quarterback is. <laughs> all right? It's all Hollywood. It, 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 it just, oh, and the Kelseys have that show about them and quarterback with Mahomes. It's all Hollywood now, and it's, it's kind of making me sick. The other prediction for Coach Prime, because they're not going to go to the national championship, and they're not going to go to the national championship in fucking two years. And they're not going to go to the national championship in fucking five years. Um, George Foreman guaranteeing it. And I'm going to say, as soon as he can, as soon as Mike McCarthy gets fired from the Dallas Cowboys when they don't make the playoffs, Deion Sanders is going to be the Cowboys coach. I guarantee fucking it. Uh, listen, I 100%. It's going to be literally like, Dion, you had a great year. You didn't get to the national championship. But, you know, you, you, you finished over 500. Your boys are really, I'm going to the Cowboys. Good luck, fuckers. And he's gone. Cowboy, I'm t I I will bet my fucking house on it. I agree with you. He's going to be the Cowboys head coach. He's either going to be the Cowboys head coach or the Atlanta Falcons head coach. You think he might go to Atlanta if they have if they do bad, but if they're actually doing pretty good. But he's going to go to one of those teams. More likely to me, the Cowboys. That's Jerry Jones' boy, so yeah, that's why I think he would go to yeah, the Cowboys and first. McCarthy, and Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially after this past week. Um. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. Um, stop with the coach prime thing. Stop it. Stop with the Kelsey's stop with Mahomes. And now Mahomes has got, Oh, like I was going to say too, Travis Kelsey. If he wanted to just fuck a, a person with the body of a 12 year old boy, he could have fucked Jackson Mahomes. Yeah. How, how upset do you think, uh, Brittany Mahomes was that there was no press again about her and it was oh, all about Taylor oh. Swift. Oh, she's probably super mad. The next week, next home game, be prepared to see her do something outrageous, either outrageous or in the background of every shot of Taylor Swift in that booth. Yeah, attention-seeking, something. Yes. Or, like, going next to Taylor and, like, posing with something. Yeah, posting a bunch of selfies. You know, me and my boo, Taylor, hanging out at the game watching our boys win. <laughs> All right, so wrestling-wise, there's a couple good wrestling stories out there, I believe. Jake Cargill has been signed to WWE. Your girl. And I know everyone hates her, and I do think she's green, but she's my girl. I think she's hot. Here's the thing about her. I think WWE is going to do it right. They didn't sign her to WWE right. to put her on Raw tomorrow, next week. They signed her to the Performance Center. So maybe yeah. she'll come out in a month, a week, two weeks. But I guarantee right now, as we speak at 10 o'clock at night on uh, Tuesday, September 26th, she's in the Performance Center right now training. Oh, she is. They already have it on uh, in the uh, dirt sheets. 
Do they have? But I'm saying right, right this second, she's probably oh, yeah. still first feud. Bianca Belair. No, I think that's the buildup. I think the first feud is going to be Nia Jax or Rhea Ripley. I don't see Rhea. I see. I, I could see Nia Jax. I could see Shayna Baszler or Zoe Stark. Like Zoe Stark yeah. is hot. By the way, I determined it last night. Ding, ding, ding! Breaking news. I think Zoe Stark's hot. Okay. Today, um, she, this week, she might be ugly again. What's her name? Shotzi's looking horrible, bro. She's got to grow the hair back. When she puts she puts a wig on on her Instagram, she still looks good. But once the hair grows back, she'll be fine. But she sucks. Like her. She's bad. She's bad. She's so terrible. She's a terrible actress. Do you? Yeah. Guys, I saw a picture of the picture that when she had that horror movie she was in. Yeah. She's got hearts tattooed all around her nipples. Yeah. Yeah. Just like no. For all the fans out there. Uh, so anyway, go ahead. So do you want besides Jade? Jade, Jade's gonna be good. Jade's gonna be Jade good. Jade's gonna be good because she's getting the WWE training. Yeah. I don't think I think AEW signs an indie guy and then goes, all right, just go out and do what you do. WWE molds these people, makes them take acting classes and yeah. cut promos and learn the moves and what? Promos. See the promo I sent you today? Which one? The Blackpool Combat Club. I did not see it because I was probably uh, busy and I saw you sent me like 10 in a row. Please tell me about it. So they had uh, pre-taped, they had the raw footage from the pre-taped promos for Rampage or Collision or whatever it was. And it was Wheeler Yuta, uh, fucking Claudio Castanoli and Moxley. And then Mark Henry was like the announcer. And then there's, I don't know who, these two tattooed guys and Swerve Strickland. Um, so Mark Henry, like they did like, apparently they did 22 takes. And Mark Henry's like, so got fucking robotic as hell. Wheeler, you did this. What's in your head about it? So then before he even talks, Moxley, he's like behind him, standing there with his back. So he goes, you know, we blah, 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 Wheeler, Uter, uh, the only thing he's got in his head is one word. Destro-. He's like, no, nah, I fucked up. Let's do it again. So then they did redo it. And he goes, there's only three things that we put through Uter's mind. Destroy, destroy, destroy. I'm like this guy sucks. It's hard. You gotta watch it. It's horrible. There's collision. I think it was last week or the week before. Every time they went to a backstage co- a promo, and this is a fact, you can look it up. They, you know, the thing that like action, and they click it. They would have that in front of the camera and go take twenty two. Click. I I'm not even fucking kidding. Like they they I don't know if the production team fucked up or that's supposed to be the new gimmick, but they kept showing the fucking board going. All right, take twenty four. Action. Click, and then they would go to the promo. They did it like four times. I don't know what the fuck that was. I, I, I'm assuming it's a gimmick or they fucked up. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. But it's just, uh, I mean, that's bad. But you know what's really bad? The pictures of the empty arenas? Their viewership for any oh other show. Grand Slam did get 900,000 on Dynamite. I'll give them that. But Collision in the last two weeks has averaged 400,000. And Rampage this past week was 372,000, I believe. Meanwhile, Raw last night was 1.5 million. And SmackDown. Against two Monday Night Football games. Two Monday Night Football games. And SmackDown was over 2 million. SmackDown was with The Rock. Was that the week before? No, this past Friday. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. The one with The the Rock was like 2.1 million. And then the, the views on Instagram and Twitter and YouTube were like, a hundred million. It was fucking crazy. Yeah. The thing that's the obviously the biggest news um, the week in wrestling is all the WWE releases. Tony Khan says that no matter if he gets kicked in the face or punched in the gut, he will never cut talent. 
Oh, it's really good. Sonny Kiss just got released, and uh, they didn't, didn't resign Jay Cargill. Didn't Joey Janela get released? Didn't Joey Janela got released, and they they let Cody Rhodes go. You know, they didn't resign him. I mean, which is essentially the same as releasing somebody if you're not resigning them. And Ace Steel fired him. Fired him. CM um, Punk. Yeah. So the big notables of these uh, WWE. Wait, 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 wait. It doesn't matter if I get kicked in the face or punched or whatever. I'm not releasing talent. He just fucking fired CM Punk for threatening his life. I mean, he's not going to make cuts because of the budget. Oh, but he's not. He doesn't have any money. So what difference does it make? I've heard a rumor that he doesn't even own the company. He doesn't. His father owns the company. No, I've heard a rumor that they both don't earn, own the company. That now that uh, Warner Brothers owns the company. That would make sense with the HBO Max deal they're trying to cut. Exactly now, because they said that apparently they fired CM Punk because CM Punk was going to be a liability to litigation to Warner Brothers. Ah. When, asked, when asked about it, Tony Khan said he has 100% voting, but he didn't say exactly who owns the company. If AEW just existed as its own entity, like Impact or, or Major League Wrestling or NWA, I would have no issue with it. I watch him. I watch all three of them now when I'm editing. I'll put, you know, if one ends, I put the next one on. Impact just did their thousandth episode. It was pretty cool. They brought about out a bunch of older guys, and you know, they they referenced WWE like because they were if they were there or not, whatever. But they're not competing. NWA, same thing. They'll reference WWE if the guy came from WWE or AEW, but they're not competing. If AEW just existed as its own thing, I would have no issue with it. But the fact that they're trying to compete and the fans think they're competing, it's it's like they're not. Nobody's competing with WWE. It's like saying the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen. A Little League team is not competing with the Yankees. It's, it's, it's not happening. So some of the notables, Elias got released, Rick Boogs, Emma. Um, who else we got? We had uh, Shanky. Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin. Dolph Ziggler. That was a surprise. That was a surprise. Um, what's her name? Uh, Dana Brooke? Emma. Yeah, I said Emma. Uh, there's a couple more. Uh, Riddick Moss. Riddick, yeah, Mad Cat Moss. And I believe there... And there's a couple of NXT people, too, that I don't really know. But I believe there's going to be more soon. Well, you left one out. What's that? Oh. Matt Riddle. No, and, and his dick. And his dick. That was two releases. <laughs> Matt Riddle and his gigantic cock. Yeah, that was surprising to me. I didn't think that he was going to get released. I mean, with all the shit that was going on with the sexual harassment that he said he had, and the the the, the nude video that he posted, if like you, get, you know, if you get if you get pat down in the TSA though, and you have a gigantic cock, of course they're going to touch it by mistake. Yeah, what is this? That's my cock. That's sure? still my cock. No, that still that's still my cock. that's I'm touching the other leg. It's still my cock, sir. Still my cock. <laughs> I'm Matt Riddle. Oh, never mind, sir. Oh, carry on. Take your shoes off, though. <laughs> I don't have shoes, bro. Only sandals. You can't drive your Razor scooter through the metal detector. Sir, put your shoes back on. There's imaginary doves flying all over the airport now. Bro. <laughs> Sir, your imaginary doves went into the engine of the aircraft. <laughs> and now landing in the Hudson River. So, yeah, um, I believe there's going to be more releases. And I think there's going to be a lot bigger names than you would expect that are going to get released. Uh, probably. And here's the thing. I, I read this thing about Boogs. He made a statement that um, 
he thinks the reason he got released was because Vince McMahon's not in charge anymore. That's what he said. But he said I, I had the personality, I had the because I had the personality, I had the physique, I had everything in place, but Triple H would rather see guys like Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa than guys like me. So that screwed me and I got released. And then Top Dollar thought he got released because he was black. Yeah. Top Dollar. Top Dollar said that the dirt sheets were wrong about him being hard to work with. And you know, people are gonna take it as truth because he's a black man. I don't even know what that means. Do you know how many black performers there are in WWE that have weren't released? Your tag team and your tag team partner and your manager were not released. Yeah. Uh so obviously you're the problem of that the group. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the roster is probably 60-40 white to black. It's it's not the fact that he was black. Bobby uh, Lashley and uh, fucking uh, Street Profits are two of their biggest or three of their biggest draws. New Day, you know, like it's not because they were black. It's because you, probably nobody wanted to work with you and nobody gave a shit about you. You suck. Yeah, you suck. I'm sorry. Nice solo. Omos is still there. Yeah, Omos, I think is going to get released. Nice, nice solo cup though. Speaking of Street Profits. Thank you. But I think that I think Omos is going to get released. I think there's a couple other guys that are going to get released. See, if I was, I don't know, if I was WWE, I'd get rid of those fucking Viking Raiders. Those are NXT guys. Those are Triple H's NXT guys. Guys like Viking Raiders, Gargano, Champo, Loomis. Uh, yeah, but Emma, Emma was. A, yeah, but she she would already release one. She really kind of sucked. Dana Brooke was an NXT person. She sucked too, though. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like the one guys like Gargano. I, the things I've read about Gargano, Loomis, and uh, Champa is that they're eventually going to bring. I mean, Nikki Hartwell or Indy Hartwell is already up in Raw, but they're the they're, they're working on storylines, and they're going to probably bring DIY back together. And I know Nikki Cross is, does a lot of Saturday Night's Main Event, but there's you know there's peaks and valleys in the writing. Right now, they don't have a story for them, so they're not just going to drag them out there to be jobbers. They want them to be, look good, so they're going to bring them out when the time is right. So I know Gargano was actually hurt for a while. I think he just got uh, uh, cleared, and I know Loomis was doing TV shows. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, th- I think there's going to be a couple more releases. I, I yeah, think. definitely will. And um, there's going to be a few surprises, but the majority of them will be you'll be like, oh, I figured that. Yeah. Like, I, oh, Mustafa Ali's gone. That one surprised me only because on NXT last week he said, "I'll see you on Raw next week." I'll see you when I'm a spectator. Yeah, I'll see you <laughs> when, when working security as a Chicago police officer again. Um, oh, uh, Mansoor got released. So did Mace. Mace and Mansoor. Yeah. Well, what the fuck are they doing with them? Maximum male models that never wrestled one match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're not upset Shanky is gone? Which one? Oh, Shanky's gone, but fucking yeah. the other two. Veer? Veer and, and the other guy they brought, they're still there, yeah. I think. Uh, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. What else you have, wrestling-wise? So, uh, at Grand Slam on AEW, Moxley got hurt. Oh, yeah. Great. And uh, Stevie Richards released, a, and I, I'm not saying Stevie Richards is the end all be all, and he's, his word should be taken as gospel, but he makes very good points in this video. He, it was obvious Moxley had a concussion, but he told the ref, "Give me three more minutes." Because, and apparently, I didn't see this. Apparently, the ref it wasn't supposed to be the planned finish. It was one, two, and then the ref just stopped counting. Moxley didn't kick out. Told the ref, "Give me three more minutes." Got hit in the head again. They finished the match, and he didn't go to the hospital. Now. Steve Richard makes a good point. There should have been a trainer there. There should have been the ref should have checked on him. Tony Khan should have came out and checked on him. What does Tony Khan do at the end of the night? He comes out and he starts dancing with Daniel Garcia. He Moxley doesn't even go to the hospital. Just, you sent me a picture of the the. Oh, they're all out of the 
Yeah. And all of them outside his locker room, his uh, trailer. Send him, the guy got hit in the head twice. Send him to the hospital. Get him checked. You're, you're going to go out there and dance with Daniel Garcia after the show's over? Fuck out of here. Like, what the hell? Well, Steve Richards also made a video, if you saw the Nia Jax when she came back. And how she, she crushed uh, Raquel Rio Rodriguez. Oh, I think she crushed Raquel Rodriguez's fucking uh, uh, chest. Or Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green, maybe. Jump, bro. Destroyed this girl. Landed right on her. Like, he said he positioned, like, he's like, she's supposed to position her arms like this to brace herself. And she, he goes, she landed full force, you know, 250 pounds on this chick's fucking sternum. He's like, she's going to kill somebody. And I'm like, she's been doing this forever. This was Vince signing her before he left. Yeah. I don't know why. It, 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 I, it's got to be a favor to The Rock or Roman or something. Because there's no way that they're going to keep this girl. I mean, it depends but, on how long she signed. But Stevie Richards is making these videos. And Tony Khan, with the uh, AEW video, had that his videos removed from like all platforms. Yeah, you, you can't find it on his Twitter. You have to go to other people who have retweeted it. We retweeted it at Front Face Like Pod or Front Face Pod. It's been retweeted on there if you want to go see because it, it's still up. And I think they got it removed from YouTube as well. Yeah, it's it's if you have it, if you've retweeted it, I think it's still up. But from his actual page or other people who have posted it, it's it's still there at Front Face Pod. It's still there. But yeah, Tony. Con so it's it's just like the Aubrey Edwards thing because I'm convinced she fucking got us blocked. That's what if they're if they're if they're doing these actions to shut you up, that means you proved them you proved yourself right and them wrong. Yeah, they want to silence you. Yes, because they've been exposed. <laughs> Just like Spain. the government. Just like the government, which we'll get into. We you will. We're going to go there. What are we going there? Are we, are uh, we there yet? I mean, The Rock came back last week. Yeah. Okay. I don't really care. All right. They throw away segment. throwaway segment with Austin Theory. Yeah, well, the writer's strike was still in effect at the time, so they yeah, had now something. We're going back to Hollywood now because it's about to end. Yeah. Uh, last, time, last time you see John Cena. <laughs> probably. There's pictures almost every week now of the half-empty arenas in AEW on the hard cam side. And it's just more and more inevitable when you see... Last night on Raw, Cody says, the sold-out arena, and they have this shot from the top of the arena where you see every seat in the house packed. And then you go to AEW, and it's ha the camera shows half the arena, and even you see empty seats there. Yeah, it's just, they should just be truthful. Like, you, you know, Impact, they, they would just... Like at this point, why are you not going and just you know renting or you know, using smaller arenas? Why are you still trying to pretend that you're selling out big places when you're not? Else? That's all I have for wrestling. So I guess if uh, you have nothing else, and I have nothing else, is it time? It's time. What am I doing? Is it time for speaking hostility. Yes, I think it's time. And now, without further ado, free floating hostility. So I hope you're ready for a little random anger. So let me ask you a question. You say that a lot. I know, because I have a lot of questions. I'm an I'm, I'm a, I, I want to learn. I, I, I'm a curious little boy. You're inquisitive. So you, have you seen the, the signs on the highway? I don't know if it's in every state or if it's just New Jersey. And it oh, says, signs? Yeah, it says, if you see terrorism, call 1-844-C-Terrorism-4. They come up with a longer fucking number. First of all, they're they're putting the letters, so you have to sit there and Look figure out why can't they just if you see something, call nine one one or come up with a new one, six one one. That would make more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Give me a fucking 
20-digit number to dial while I'm driving. Meanwhile, if my car breaks down, I can dial star 77 and stuff fucking tow truck shows up in five minutes. But if I see a terrorist, I got to call fucking 1844. Yeah. I fucked up. Wasn't that right yeah. Wait, I Oh, shit. I passed the sign. I got to wait for the next sign because I forgot the rest of the numbers on it. Next sign, 27 miles away. Yeah. Just, hey, how uh, about 911? So I know this is like, this is so, this is like a big now conspiracy theory or worry by people in New Jersey. And I'm not really too far off from this because they said, oh, this is a campaign that's lasting until February. And, uh, you know, uh, first people thought it was about, you know, because it was around the time of 9 11 it started. But if something happens, I'm really concerned. Like, it's just odd that out of nowhere you're doing these terrorism signs again. Well, I mean, yeah, because I, I mean, for a long time it was if you see something, say something. Right, which is fine, whatever. But now it's like, if yeah. you see terrorism, stop terrorism. And you're like, It, what? it seems very specific. Yeah. And I'm not saying this to be like a crazy person, but if, God forbid, something happens, I'm going to be like, eh, you might have tried to tell us that there was a threat level increase or something. My first question would be, maybe somebody saw something and they couldn't remember the number. Maybe you should have made an easier number? Yeah. Uh, we saw someone, someone saw something, but if you see something again, make sure you call us. <laughs> God, God, like, God forbid, I'm waiting for a train and yeah. I see somebody open their jacket and they're strapped with a bomb. And they say, Aloha snack bar. Yeah. Hold on a second before you detonate. One, eight, no, four. No, you use your cell phone because you're going to blow it up. I don't know. No, he's, he's, got an old, he's got an old school one with like a pull cord. Like, like what if he just starts spewing out catchphrases? Catchphrase like uh, here's Johnny. He's like, I know you are, bro. I'm out. I know you are, bro. I'm out. You know, like the old pull. You know what I'm talking? Yeah, about? but it, let's just say it's like an old school one where he's got to pull the pin. Oh, the Akbar. Like, hold on a second, sir. One eight four four. Oh, fuck yeah. Terror is terrorism. One R or two? <laughs> is two R's or one R? Is I S M? Is it? Ah, oh, fuck. Is it? No, what, it's terror. It's terrorism, not terrorizing. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, hold, hold on. Just, sir, just give me a minute. To just, I'll get this. Hello. Yes. Is this Burger King? Fuck. And All right. Anyone knows the terrorizing little comments I made? Put drop it down. Drop it down in our comments if we post this. And uh, yeah. Yeah, tell me what I was talking about. What was I referencing? The H. The H. Yeah. So yeah, that was just, it's like, dude, just come up with it. Why can't you just, 911, what's your emergency? Terrorism. Okay, where? Right here. You can track my phone. Right where I'm calling you from. How about like 666? Something. Something shorter. Evil. 666. Or, you know, whatever. I'm not going to yeah, <laughs> spell the word terrorism out after dying 1844. <laughs> Three, two, seven. You have those numbers, and then the word is longer than the amount of numbers that you need. So you're, you're literally yeah. dialing the number, and it's already ringing. <laughs> beep, beep. Hello, sir. Boop, 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 boop. Hello, sir, we can hear. Boop, boop, boop. Are you trying to detonate your phone bomb? No, I'm trying to prevent a phone bomb from going off. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, you're there. Oh, shit. What Sorry. The what the terrorist called the, the hotline was like, there's definitely not going to be a bomb. Here, so if anyone calls you, it's definitely not going to be here. Okay, sir. Thanks for the tip. What was that? Oh, do they do they really ever follow those tips? Like the aggressive and there's if you see an aggressive driver, dial this. Is there anyone like going? Oh, I better get out there. Jackson threw a rock at me. Jack, who the fuck's Jackson? The guy who's driving that car. That was his name. I don't know. Could have been either that or Brett. 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 It seems like a Brett name. You know what? You know what names I hate. We'll get into ben, yours. Bent. Bentley. No. 
I hate young people with old people names. My son has a kid in his class named Benth Lee. No, he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. Benth. Benth. Stop. Stop lying. Lee. Benth Lee. So that's just a made up word. You're making up words now. That's what we're doing here. Just making making up words. If I ever met him and they introduced me, like his parents are like, this is my son Benthley. I'd be like, no, you're just making words up. What's his name? It's Benthley. Stop lying to me. That's not his name. (laughs) Ha ha ha, you silly joker. Oh my God. Is that like a Mad Libs, like Benthley? (laughs) Ha ha ha. Oh, I didn't realize I had my chain wallet on because you've been pulling my chain this whole time. I'm saying this guy's name is Bentley. Boo! I'm talking about kids. You like? I don't know if any if your son has any kids in his class. Like what? Bartholomew? No, like Gladys, Ethel, Arthur, Clyde, Arthur. Clyde, Edith, Martha, Agnes, Mil- Mil- Mildred, Mildred, Gertrude, Walter. I've had Beatrice. I had. I knew a Walter and a Beatrice. That's a different Agnes. generation. That's closer Agnes. to that. I'm talking about I, who looks at a baby and goes, "We shall name it Agnes." Aldolf. I can't really do that one anymore. We will name him Heimlin. <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't have a child, and I'm sure you have a few. I three. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. look at your daughter and go, "What a beautiful, perfect little baby girl"? I want to name her Gladys. Um, Beverly. Beverly. Yes, Beverly. <laughs> I think that there's a lot of names that are still used today that are old women names, though. So, and I don't, and I don't think I've ever met an attractive one like a Linda. I know one attractive Linda, one, and and like there are attractive ones of this, but the name is old. Sound Mary. Mary's like an old name. Margaret. It is Margaret. Well, Meg, I guess because no, that's Ma- the short Ma- version. No, Megan. That'd be Megan. Margaret, maybe Maggie. Magdalene, I, I knew I went to school with a girl that was Ma- Margaret, but they everybody called Mar- her Meg. Margie, Margarine, Margarine. <laughs> what about if it's like George? George is George. If you have a child and you name it George, just give it a briefcase, a three-piece suit, and put it in a cubicle. That's it. That's what George does. That's what George does. Doesn't matter what the job is. Just put papers and a computer and a briefcase in front of him, and he'll know yeah. what to do. Charles. Charles. Might as well take his mugshot now. Charles is a mugshot. Charles. Yeah, but white collar crime. I, I thought it'd be like Chuck. Chuck, Chuck is definitely. Chuck is blue collar crime. Charles is white collar crime. Chaz. Chaz, give it a drug addiction right off the bat. And three baby mamas. No, it's another old name. Douglas. Douglas. Doug is fine. Douglas is an old person name. Yeah. Yeah. Francis. Yeah. Ex- but like Frank is fine. Frank is fine. Franklin is not fine, and Francis is not fine. Frank, Frankie, those are fine. Francis, Franklin, you can just do my taxes. What about Herbert? Herbert is going to get the shit kicked out of him every day of his life. Herbert, you know Herbert. that? Remember the, okay, do you remember growing up and people were like, oh, you're such a Herb? Yes. Do you know that is derived from a Herbert? Like, you're being a Herbert, like you're a loser. That's what that was from. If your name is Herbert, you wear a three-piece suit to school with a briefcase. And you, you're the kid that reminds the teacher she forgot to assign homework. Oh, those kids. Or it's like, anybody have any questions? All right, I guess we're done unless anybody has any questions. Oh, I have a oh, question. Oh, oh, yes, Herbert. Can you go over page 37 again? Herbert, that's the appendix. 
I know. I just really want to understand what's in the book. Um, Who has 37 pages of appendix in a book? <laughs> Agatha. Agatha. Alice. My, my mom's name is Alice Ann. Yeah, but your mom is also 70 years old. That's true. <laughs> All right, you got me there. <laughs> Alan. Wilbur. Wilbur? You might as well put it in fucking, fucking overalls and just shove it out in the field. Bias. I like that name only because of Arrested Development. I never name a kid Tobias unless I wanted to just die on its first day of school. Like, if I had a bunch of kids and I had a new one and I didn't really like it, I would name it Tobias and send it to school because I knew he wouldn't be coming back. Samuel. Samuel. Samuel's gay. Sam is cool. Sam is cool. Sammy's great. Yeah. Samuel. Sam, no good. He's sucking a dick in his fur. He's... Like, if you're Ben or Benny, you're cool. Benjamin? You're, if you're Benjamin, you're drilling the glory hole at school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else? Anyone else? That's all I can think of. I mean, Agnes, you're just might you might as well just be a secretary at a high school. Betsy. Betsy. Betsy solves murders. Betsy sews flags. Definitely sews flags. Solves solves murders while sewing flags. And she she solves the flag sewing murders. <laughs> yeah. She's sewing the flag and she goes, you know, Benjamin did it. What? Yep. And then she just goes back to sewing, and everybody goes, let's go check on Benjamin. And he's there sucking a dick. Through the groy hole. That he drilled. Yeah, self-made man. Good for him. Bravo, sir. Bravo. The good thing about Benjamin, though, compared to Sam, Samuel will drill the glory hole and just sit there and wait. Benjamin will drill the glory hole and then put a little coin receptor that you have to put a quarter in, and then the slot comes down. Yeah, you gotta pay. But it's a time limit, or the thing comes back up. Well, what about, like, no, he's got the thing that's kind of like the... Uh... The uh, shopping carts where you put the coin in and you can get your coin back once you return it. Yeah. Once you come, you get your coin back. Because yeah. <laughs> Benjamin's a good businessman. Yeah. I mean, he gives back to the people. Samuel's just a queer that likes to suck dick in bathrooms. Yeah. Benjamin's also a queer that likes to suck dick in bathrooms, but he makes money on it. I'm going to tell you one thing before we get into the next one. We got to get quick. But the butt fucking, because of our awareness, has slowed down. There's no more wildfires. You're welcome, we, America. We brought awareness to the, the the epidemic that was facing. But now we have a new epidemic. What's that? Because of all these chicks scissoring each other, there's all these tropical storms and hurricanes. Ladies, enough already. And we know you like it wet. Not that wet. Well, come on. We have lives to live. We don't want to rebuild. No. I mean, it's bad enough half the country had to rebuild because the guys were butt-fucking. Yeah, fire now, is now, now. You felt like you were you had to, you know, uh, I guess break one up the glass ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> break the glass ceiling. Yeah, and break the glass bottom boat. And uh, yeah, now you're the scissoring is leading to uh, tropical storms and hurricanes. So yeah, thanks a lot for that. If I mean, if we could just have find the happy medium, and uh, we could have normal weather. Straight sex. <laughs> so God may not smite thee. If the butt fucking men would just fuck the the scissor women in the butt, perfect weather. It'd be it'd be like San Diego all across the country every day. All across the country. Sorry, gay people. We love you. We're very big fans of you. Stop with the butt fucking and scissoring. Yeah, because this will overall reduce crime and lift morale and keep the weather nice. Yeah, fucking. You know, there's win, a lot win, of gays in Seattle. It rains all the time, nine months out of the year. Win, 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 win. That's it. It's a joke. Yes, it's a joke. <laughs> All right, that sucks. So, uh, I heard the deers were after you again. These fucking deer. So, so if anybody 
has just started listening to this show recently, about a year and a half ago, Vinny went on this epic rant that's on YouTube about how much he hates deer. Oh, it's next level now. It, it, this was an epic rant about how much he almost hits deer, but hates them to death. We've just got part two. So last Tuesday, I'm driving home from work, and you know when you're... So I drive on this... It's not a dark road, but it's like a road that's got woods and shit like that. And you know when it's like misting, and you hit your... Where it's like foggy on your, your window, and you hit your wind, windshield wiper, and it just clears the... You just got to hit it once. Yeah. So I'm doing that, and I clear the fog or the mist, and right there was a deer saying... Nah! Boom, I smashed his shit at 60 miles an hour. His fucking body rolled and fucking flipped and flew through the air, landed on the side. And I was just like, like, I just thought out the side, like, you motherfucker. So I pull over and like two other people, I like, pulled over on their side. They're like, you're all right. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I look at the front of my car from inside my car. I'm like, oh, it doesn't look too bad. I got in my car. It looked like a big mouth bass. The whole front of my car was destroyed. Gone. Gone. You can see the radiator. The whole... The whole grill was gone. So I go and I just look over at this fucking broken neck deer corpse on the side of the road. I just look at him. And he's looking up at me with one big black eye that's wide open because his other one's pushed into the gravel. And I just went and I closed his eyeball. I went, shh. Oh, you touched him? I said, you rest now. No, I didn't do that. I said, fuck you. And I walked back to my car and I didn't give a shit. Like, I know people are like, oh my god, I feel so bad for you. I don't give a fuck. I had zero remorse. For, like, I feel bad when I kill a housefly. I had zero remorse for this fucking deer that I immediately wanted to go and sign up for a hunting license so I can murder like a thousand of them and leave them in the woods rotting to death so that other people wouldn't have to experience what I experienced. So my Corolla, who I had for 15 years at 265,000 miles, this thing was always fucking really loyal to me. I know it's an inanimate object, but I felt like we were one. I felt like it was part of the family, okay? You understand that? I get that. And it got murdered by the senseless fucking deer. This asshole fucking deer that could just sit still on the other side of the road where there's all woods and grass that he could eat because he had to get the chicken parmesan on the other side, and he comes out and he breaks his neck. Fuck him. I don't care. And I sat there and I had to go to the uh, junkyard or the, the auto body shop. I was like, oh, how much uh, damage? $5,300 in damage. My car is worth like $1,100. So I wound up junking it for $600. Thank God no one stole my catalytic converter or I would have been $250. And I wound up getting a new car, which is a good thing. But at the same time, I got a car payment. This deer just caused me a whole bunch of shit. And speaking of, the night before, I was like, I'm not, I, I don't think I'm going to go to work. No, I'll be good. I'll go to work. But and then I fucked myself. What you should do is sign up for a hunting license and find this deer's family and kill the family one at a time, like execution style. I should and be like, "This is for my Corolla. This is what you did. Your your family did this." But he didn't splat. He had a, a couple pieces of hair on my car, but he I broke I broke his motherfuck like I broke his fucking neck. This was blunt force trauma. This bitch was done. <laughs> That's why you gotta like tie the deer up and gag them and put them and just execute them back of the head style. I was no, what I was gonna do is I was gonna tie this motherfucker to my back bumper and drag him around town like it was uh like uh what they do to uh, political dissidents in Iraq. <laughs> you see this motherfucking body? Is it like a megaphone? Yeah, be like, you see this? You're next. You're next. You come. You come to the shoulder of the road, and this is gonna be you. This will be you. Let this be a warning 
to all you doe, deer, and bucks out there. I don't care if you got no points. I don't care if you got 12 points. You don't come on my road. Yeah. So it's still there, and it's getting its ass eaten by vultures. That's sick. It's still there. Still there. You should drive by it every day and fuck. shit on it. Well, I'm, I mean, you fuck it if you want, but figure the vulture beaks might get in the way. I, I almost punched in the face. I almost punched. I almost punched it in its dead face. You should jerk off on its face. Is that like a snuff film? Is there such thing as snuff bestiality? I guess if you fuck and then murder the animal, yeah, I guess. Like, if I just jerk off on a dead deer, is that bestiality? I mean, I don't want to take the chance just in case. But what you should do is what I would do. He fucked me? I would wait until there were other deer in the area. And I would let them watch. And let them fucking watch. And just like, see this shit? Point at my eyes and then point at them. Yeah. And then as soon as you come, be like, you're next. And then slit my, do the Throat slit. Yeah. <laughs> and give him a car, give it the finger, and just drive off. Fuck your part two. Fuck them. Yeah. I, I hope I hope that that somewhere its family was waiting for it to come home from fucking walking around. It's like, oh, oh, where's 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 Bentley the deer? Where is he? Where's <laughs> and, Papa? His, and his fucking dead fucking corpse is just rotting on the side of the road, getting consumed by maggots and flies. And and turkey vultures, and I'm at the the fucking Nissan dealership buying a new car, and they're sitting there at home worried, all huddled together, you know, trying to fend off the fucking ticks that are crawling on their body, and and the lack of grass that's in their fucking grazing area. There they're going. Not only not only has Bensley the deer not come home, but these humans are starting to demolish our land and build townhouses on it. What are we gonna do, Maud? And then fuck. Them. Bentley can't come home. They can't pay their rent. And then a bigger deer landlord shows up and evicts them. And then they're living on the proverbial streets of the woods. And they the get the other side of the tracks. The other side of the tracks of the woods where all the mean drug dealing deers are. Well, and the they're like, deer, the heroin deer addicts. And they're like, oh, what's up, Mamacita? I don't know why they're Spanish. What's Spanish up, Mamacita? Puerto Rican deer. Puerto Rican deers, they were imported. What's up, Mamacita? You look pretty good. You know, can't pay your rent. Maybe you can come work for me. And then all of a sudden, she's hooking. She's, she's a hooker. She's a deer hooker. She's a deer hooker. Yeah, and she's getting deer aids from the fucking dirty, rotten, fucking, you know, other deer with the big dicks that play basketball. The moose? The moose. <laughs> the, the moose that are inhabiting New Jersey. <laughs> Especially in the then, urban areas. <laughs> and then she dies, and then the kids are homeless, and then they they're fucking... They have to go to deer prison. They have to go to deer prison because they're stealing from deer convenience stores, trying to just get by. They're carjacking John Deere tractors. They're stealing catalytic inverters off a of sleeping bigger deer. <laughs> slinging, slinging dope in the woods. They're fucking drug dealing fucking berries. <laughs> zombie deer they're just sitting there all fucking like they got the mange and shit <laughs> they're, they're like getting bit by ticks and they're sharing ticks like it's fucking needles <laughs> like no oh, here put that shit uh, get a hit of this shit and they, they hand the deer with their little fucking stupid hoof and yeah, hand it fucking, to they even grab it they're like they're dropping it and just littering fucking blood infected ticks on the ground because they can't even grip the ticks anymore because they got cloven hooves 
And then another deer comes over and starts eating the grass where the fucking AIDS blood deer blood is. And then that deer's like, I don't feel too good. Oh yeah, a little kid starts playing in the the, the tick the tick infested deer blood, and the mom's like, "You see what happened to our community? All because that fucking deer had to Bentley had to run out in the road. It's all his fault." Yeah, and then all now, all, now their community is being ruined, overrun. Is that fair? No, and then there's a revolution because the deer president isn't doing his job for the opioid epidemic in the deer community. They sell secrets to antelope. <laughs> all right, what else we got? What else we got here? <laughs> um, why do people... This is your question, so I expect you to answer it. Why do people do yoga or meditate, say they're one with the earth? Not people. Women. Let's women. be clear here. We're not talking about people. We're talking about women. Men don't... Men, well, some men do this shit, but most men don't do this shit. Most men don't sit there with pictures of them at the beach doing yoga with the sunrise and going, oh my god, I'm so one with the earth. There's if two types so- of men that do that. Gays and men who want to fuck yoga woman. Yeah, but if you're if you're that means your game's bad because you got to go through without those lengths. But you're sitting there, you're meditating, you have pictures of you meditating. You're not that deep into meditation if you're having your picture probably on a timer where you have to get into your yoga pose. And then it's like posted immediately. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm 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 totally one with uh, myself. But uh, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I don't understand hot yoga, goat yoga. Maybe I can understand yoga as far as stretching goes. But other than that, like the whole, oh, I'm meditating and I'm so uh, enlightened and one with myself. No, you're not. No. You know what I call, you know what my meditation is called? Sleeping? Yeah, sleeping. <laughs> That's exactly sleeping. Taking, taking a fucking nap? Nap. Nap. A nap is my meditation. I get home from work in the afternoon. First thing I do, it's all meditating is napping. You're you're napping. Yeah. Oh, I'm centered. So am I. Yeah, I'm centered yeah, in the middle of my bed. bed. Yeah. <laughs> centered right in the center of my bed, taking a fucking nap. And guess what I'm doing in that dream? Whatever the fuck I want. Because I'm a lucid dreamer, and I'm one with my bed. And there may or may not be a naked guy with shit all over his ass in the corner of the room. I'm gonna start taking pictures of me sleeping, and then so put. Right? I'm meditating. I'm one with my room. Yeah, I think you should do it. Your mantra. Do you have a mantra? Yeah, it's me snoring. <laughs> it's me trying to catch my breath. In my yeah. it's, it's me needing a CPAP machine because I got fucking CPAP in you because I'm overweight. And being too proud to look like Bane while I'm unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's me it's me cosplaying a fish out of water. <laughs> Do you ever snore so loud you wake yourself up? No, but I've gone like (laughs) I've I've literally slept. I'm like, you ever yell and you woke yourself up? (laughs) I've yelled in my dream and woke up shaking, like, what the fuck? (laughs) But I've been like, I've been like, (laughs) I've I've literally been like, sleeping, I just like. I'd be like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> fuck was that? I used to hate when I'd like fall asleep in class and I think I've talked about it before and you like spaz and you think you made a lot of noise and you're like, oh, everyone's going to be looking at me, but no one does anything. Cause I, I, I don't know if you actually, if you actually spaz or not. I never fell asleep in class or on planes specifically because I know I fucking snore and I refuse to be the guy like, especially nowadays okay. with cell phones. Okay. I, I, I've passed out on airplanes from alcohol. But I'm a guy that 
when I fall asleep, I put my hand down my pants. Well, that might be frowned upon in the, on an airplane. But like, I don't care. I'm the guy that falls asleep with my hand down my pants and then takes my dick out and starts beating it. And then you start saying, like, in your sleep, you start going, you like this fucking gun? I'm going to shoot a load all over your you're fucking like, face. You're like, what you see, you fucking piece of shit? And then you're like, oh, this is a bomb. And everybody's like, what is he? What and, is then he and then I go, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I was just dreaming. Sorry, my dick. It's just my dick. I'm a lucid dreamer. So. Anybody else dream about the guy? With, is there still a guy here covered in shit? <laughs> that motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> oh god. Uh so I have a huge problem oh, with paranormal shows. And I'm including like Finding Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster. Okay. Nothing ever happens. Ever. Sometimes there's things that happen on paranormal shows. Like the ghost shows. No! It's it's this. Oh, do you see that? See, dude, his shirt. Show, show, show the replay. Show it. See his shirt. See his shirt. See his shirt. Oh, what, what are we looking at? No, there's been a couple episodes that you've seen shit. No, the majority there's not. There are some. If there's ten thousand ghost hunter episodes, one episode something happened. Yeah, I. There was a guy I used to make fun of all the time though. There's Joe Chin on Ghost Hunters, and it was every time someone would be like, "Huh, you hear that?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I sound. I heard it say, hey, over here.'" And the guy's like, "No, I heard it say." What's up, Joe, over here? He goes, yeah, that's what I heard. I heard what's up, Joe, over there. He would always agree with whatever anyone said. It, it, it's not even just a paranormal show. Because, like, I, I, somebody I know was on a paranormal show on YouTube recently, and they were live in a basement of some house. Right. And they're, like, giving a tour, and they're giving the history of it. And it's like, hopefully we'll see something over here. We have this little machine that we can ask questions to. And it'll light up blue if it's yes, and light up green if it's no. And they start asking questions, and nothing's happening. Right. And then it's like, oh, look, did you see that? It went green. I asked it if it was here, and it went green. Does that mean no? No, it went blue, blue, blue. That was an actual dialogue, by the way. They're like, oh, it must be malfunctioning because it's not, nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, just the ones that have the, the fucking thing to go, we're going to be able to detect spirits, and they have that little beepy, beepy thing. It goes, beep, 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 beep. And it's like, there's something over there. It's like, yeah, there's a fucking cell phone tower right there in the shot. That's uh, uh, um, the electromagnetic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. EMF detector. I have, I have one of those. Yeah, if you point it at a cell phone tower, it goes fucking nuts. Well, yeah, or if you're anywhere, like, <clears throat> mostly, too, if you're, like, in a basement and it has anywhere near your electrical box, it's going to go bananas. Yeah, but then, like, you have the shows, like, Finding Bigfoot. Still haven't found it. It's been on for, like, ten years. Where else are they looking? Or why are we not famous in making a show about finding something? We should. We're going to start a TikTok movie where we're going to find the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil. He's not here. Where that I am. That motherfucker. That motherfucker back there is not real. All I can tell you right now is that the Jersey Devil's not here. He it could might be by me because I'm in the pine, Pinelands. You are in the fucking Pine. You're a fucking. You're in Piney Country. I'm a Piney now. You know what they have in Pine Country? They have cars that look like insects. Did what? This is one of yours. People who make cars look like insects or animals. Oh, yeah. No, that's everywhere. That's some shit that shouldn't happen ever. But happens. I was trying to do a segue. I know. But do you know, you do that shit, I bet. I bet you do that shit. You put fucking eye, eyelashes on your fucking car. You've seen my car. Yeah, you have, definitely have eyelashes on your car. You have eyelashes on your car. You have a fucking reindeer nose, Rudolph's nose, antlers, and fucking what else? A little uh, horn on the back, like a little tail. Yeah. Ugh. 
fuck those people. And they're, they're like, oh, look, it's so cute. Oh, or the people that had the, the Volkswagen um, bugs to put the dots, make it look like a, cat, or a, a ladybug. Yeah, it's a car. It's not an animal. Won't it's ever an be an animal. animal. Won't it's ever a, be an animal. Anim, inanimate object. It's a car. It's not going to be, it's never going to be a ladybug. Oh, look, it's okay. It looks like a ladybug. No, it doesn't. It looks like a car. Ladybugs don't have wheels. They don't have steering wheels either or engines. You can't get inside and drive a ladybug. If you could, that would be pretty cool, but you'd have to be really, really, really small. Or Ladybug would have to be really, really big. Almost like it'd have to be as big of a, as a car. What are the odds? If only they built giant Ladybug-like things, you can drive. <laughs> you can literally fly it around then. Like, why do you have to put eyelashes on the lights of a car? Why, what, what is that? Can we just be honest for a second? Yeah, but dudes put truck nuts on their car. Any guy who puts truck nuts on their car is the guy who has a raised pickup truck, a ton of Punisher, now I'm not saying you in this category, Punisher, Blue Lives Matter, or Trump's uh, uh, stickers, but they don't know what it means. Let's go Brandon stickers, but they don't really know what that means either. Salt Life. Salt Life. The If it's a Ford, it's Calvin pissing on the Chevy. Chevy, it's Calvin pissing on the Ford. They have a Don't Tread on Me sticker. They have a camel hat, and they go to the gym. Their whole... Their whole so their whole wardrobe is camo and orange and bright orange and and Timberlands and they have a cooler in the back of their pickup truck inside the work box. So they put their deal in in the back. It's always a two door and it has that little space behind the seats and there's just nothing but used tobacco and water bottles back there. All tins and tins of skull, Copenhagen and Monster Energy drinks. I love Monster Energy Drink. Yeah, but you're not in that category. You've kind of described everything I do. You don't have a raised pickup truck with truck nuts, and you yes. don't wear camo. Yes. It's true. I do have camo. You don't wear it nonstop, and I've never seen you own Timberlands. I don't own Timberlands. And they call them Tims. A Tims. I thought other people call them Tims. I think it's just a genetic. <laughs> For all the things that the racist white redneck that we just described and the black people have in common you think they'd get together <laughs> get along <laughs> and get along like white racists raise their truck black people lower their truck you think they'd meet in the middle and just have a normal car a regular truck they call they both call them tims they both like wearing the boots unlaced with baggy pants and hats sideways and scruffy beards and lots of kids with different women and vaping i like vaping you're not in the category. What else? You, you think they'd find common ground is all I'm saying. They're hating each other. Hating each other. They have so much. In, if we could just lock them in a VFW, like an overnight thing. Maybe if they had a cookout. Cookout. Just have a cookout. They all love barbecue. That's going to solve racism. A block party. Yeah. <laughs> block party. Block parties are definitely going to solve, solve it. I just solve racism. A street fair. A street fair, cookout, block party. Festival, because we know how I love them. With fe- a festival, yeah. Bring the rednecks and the blacks together, because there's so much in common. We're gonna work this out, people. Solving problems nationwide. Yeah, you know what we're not solving? TikTok challenges. Oh. You see the new one? See the new one? Tell me you saw the new one. Is it the the one where they're dancing with the the penguins? No, the carrot challenge. What the fuck is the carrot challenge? <laughs> this is true. I saw. A, I I was obviously on the toilet. And I was watching a video on Instagram about this and how stupid it is. All right. Girls will literally peel a carrot and then see how far they can shove it down their throat 
before they gag. And like a hundred or so women have been sent to the hospital for bruising the back of their throat. This is true. For bruising the back of their throat and it ruining their esophagus. Women or girls? It's mostly like mid-twenties, early-twenties girls. It's not like a fucking mo- mother with four kids that has a job. <laughs> it's like that one chip challenge that killed somebody and they took all the chips out. Yeah, or the cinnamon challenge or the gallon milk challenge. Or the vodka in the eye challenge. What the fuck was the vodka in the eye challenge? They were doing shots of vodka and putting, pouring it right in their eyes. Here's the thing. I love these challenges for one specific reason. It's weeding out the stupid people. It should. It doesn't weed out enough. It doesn't. We need more. More challenge. More challenge. I'm sending a message to all the stupid people that listen to this show, which is probably our whole audience. We need more TikTok. I sound like a president of Canada. We're going to say something like, hey, we should do a TikTok challenge where you swallow as many razor blades as possible in the shortest amount of time. And then we'd get sued. <laughs> Disclaimer, don't do that. Don't do it. We need you people to come up with new challenges. Keep us out of it. Yes. But it's you guys, Kyle and Karen and Carol. Like if, you up, if you came up with the shotgun to my chin challenge. Yeah, like if, don't do this. But yeah. if you played Russian roulette with a, a shotgun. Yeah. Just put the bullet in the barrel, cock it, and play Russian roulette. Don't do it. If you don't do like don't don't tie a cinder block to your ankle and throw yourself off a bridge into a river and see how long it takes you to sink to the bottom challenge. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't just do a it. thought. But don't do that. That's just stupid. It's stupid and you'll die. Don't do it. Don't ever blindfold yourself and see how far you can walk on train tracks at night. On but you have to go foot to foot on each board don't do that don't ever do ever don't ever do it don't french kiss a copperhead don't do that don't do it don't go into a urban neighborhood wearing a shirt depicting a confederate flag or oh or donald trump and then scream words that start with the letter n don't do that like nectarines nectarines uh nigerian the country there's the people from nigeria don't do that Neanderthal. Don't do it. Neanderthal. Don't wear a sandwich board sign that says, I hate them. Never do that. Never, ever reenact a scene from the movie Saw. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Don't do the Saw challenge because the Saw X movie is coming out. Don't do that. Don't do it. Sounds like a great idea, and it would probably get you a lot of hits. Tons of clicks. Tons of clicks, but don't do it. You'd probably be like, if it wasn't for the violence, you'd be monetized in like seconds. Seconds, you'd be a fucking millionaire. You fly up to the top of the influencer charts like that, but don't do it. No, don't jump off a tall building wearing a parachute jacket and parachute pants to see if you can imitate a flying squirrel to soar down to safety because it's not going to happen. Just don't do it. Don't drink Drano. Don't go to Rwanda and have unprotected sex with everyone. Definitely don't do that, especially the men. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. What else? That's all I had on that. So, you asked me why they haven't redesigned porta-potties. Yes. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, haven't we figured figure out a way, like, you can not have to shit or piss on someone else's shit and piss or have to look at it? Like, if you have, like, if you have to really take a shit and that thing is, like, not cleaned within the week yet, you're on, like, day six, 
and you have to shit and you have like big fat logs, you're shitting into the blue shit that's got other people's shit and piss and splashing up into your asshole. That's not sanitary. Your asshole's going to clench up when it gets up there. You're going to have shitty blue pissy dust all over your ass and balls. And up in there, too. And up in there. That's not healthy. No. Is is shit good once it hits that blue water? Like it's good to go? It's like the, the barber. It's the stuff the barbers put the combs in. <laughs> the turd is fine. Turd is fine. Completely clean now. I don't know if you know this. You can actually eat turds. So if you actually get stuck at a festival like Burning Man, you can survive on the shit and piss in that. The blue, the blue turd. As long as it's blue. It's got to be blue. But can't they find like, a way to filter it out into like a separate tank that they could just detach that tank and then empty that out? You would so you stare at it. Well, I mean, it, I'm assuming it hooks up to some sort of truck that sucks it out. Well, the truck goes in and puts the hose inside the toilet and it sucks everything out and then they spray it down. You would think they would hook the hose to the back of it, like the bottom back. Yeah, no, it goes in like the hole of the toilet. And then they I'm spray saying, it. no, the redesign should be like if yeah. you line them up, you have like a hose that comes off the back yeah. into a bigger hose. No, why don't we invent that? You heard it here first. The porta potty potty. Porta potty potty. Porta potty squared. Heard it here. Heard it here first. Boom. Do we? If we actually followed through on some of the shit we talked about, I'll be rich. Uh, I will tell you though. I I remember I have one more that I have to talk about. I don't know how many you have left. I have one more, real quick. As everybody knows, I'm still on dating sites, and I, I in the last couple of weeks I've talked to uh, probably three girls that you know you know hey you want to hang out this that and the other thing, and it's gotten to the point where it's like two out of the three have said this phrase to me. I, I want to hang out, but I want you to know ahead of time, nothing's going to happen on the first date. I used to be such a slut, but oh. I'm not that girl anymore. And my response was, well, then maybe Liar. I'm wasting my time. Liar. Did you really say that? Yes. <laughs> and I said that not because I'm trying to be dick and fuck on the first date. I'm saying that because they are still that person. Yes, Absolutely. But they're trying to pretend they're not that person, which means they're trying to pretend they're not the pe- person they actually are, which means so, they're fake. So <clears throat> this is a story going back probably like 15 years ago when I was in the Army, and I met this girl at this bar, and I guess we hit it off or whatever, and then I said, oh, you want to come back to my room? She's like, no, I'll just drive you to your room. I'm like, okay. So she drive, drove me to my hotel. I'm like, you sure you don't want to come in? She's like, all right, I'll come in for five minutes. And you know what she said to me? What? The single greatest phrase I've ever heard in my entire life. She says, I just want to let you know, I don't take it in the ass on the first date. Well, you should have kicked that bitch to the curb right away. <laughs> oh, I did more than that. <laughs> you should have been but like, well, why didn't we give it in the ass on the first date? Yeah, okay. So I guess everything else is game on. But it's just like, why would you even say that? Yeah. I used so to be a you, you used to or you were open to giving it in the ass, taking it in the ass on the first date? She used to give it taking the ass, and then she realized, well, nobody calls me after I take it in the ass, so I better stop taking it in the ass. Gotta hold something. Gotta hold something over their head. Gotta gotta save something for date two. Leave a little to the imagination. I just, you know, it's like, I used to be such a slut, but I'm not like that anymore. Yeah, you are. No, you're still a slut. You just don't want to admit you're still a slut. If you told me a crackhead who's reformed, if I didn't offer them crack, they're not going to take it. That's just my little thing. Like, I, if I wanted to fuck these girls, I would take them to see Beetlejuice play. Like that little segment? That was good. I Yeah, because a lot a lot of uh, um, shenanigans go on in the Beetlejuice play. And we talked about her last week, uh, Lauren Bober, who I think is very hot. But she's a grandmother of 36, so she obviously doesn't have morals. She obviously 
uh, isn't the slut that she used to be, right? No, but, uh, she's giving hand job on the first date. Giving hand jobs on the first date at a community Beetlejuice production, and she got kicked out of like the community Beetlejuice production. Like, like people like my, I'm not gonna say it. We know that are still our age that do community plays. That type of person. That's the place. You're not going to see fucking Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick doing the producers, yeah, right? He's not on Broadway. You're at the, the fucking Boulder, Colorado Civic Center. <laughs> Presents Beetlejuice, the musical. All right? And she's given a handy and got kicked out for vaping. But so I wanted to bring up just one thing about politicians in general and how it's changed so much from when we were younger and I obviously from like our forefathers and it's just evolved into something like really weird, which may be the reason we aren't alive anymore. And we are in like a different dimension because there was a time where like politicians were suits and were prim and proper and conducted. And of course politicians always did their job behind the scenes, but they were, they didn't weren't doing this like in your face. Now they don't give a fuck. So you have her getting given hand jobs and, getting fucking finger banged in this production of Beetlejuice, which I would have done the same thing if I was the guy with her. And what's funny is he's like a super big, like abortion in favor of abortion <laughs> Democrat. She's like this. I can't stand anybody who's for abortion, which is funny as hell. Um, Cause they're all hypocrites. But then you have on the other side, this guy Fetterman walking around and they changed the rules for him that he could wear a, a Bill Belichick sweatshirt and shorts to fucking speak in front of the Senate. What's going on here? It, I mean, think I don't about care this. He's a stroke. Mitch McConnell has a stroke every time he stands in front of the podium, but at least he wears a fucking suit. Here's, here's the thing, and I'm not defending Fetterman. I don't know anything about his politics. He's a Democrat, so I'm uh, obviously in favor of him because that's my party. But whatever, he had a, he wears sweatpants and a thing. It, on your my argument could be, and I'm not saying it is, so don't take it personally. Could be. When there is a Senate hearing about school shootings and Republicans wear AK-47 pins, that's a little tasteless as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying but it's not. When we were in high school, do you remember the president got impeached for getting a blowjob? And now this senator is giving a hand job in a community theater and everybody's just like, well, that's just what she does. Well, he got he got that because he lied about it. He, li he lied about a blowjob. She, no, lied right. about a hand, she lied about giving a hand job not to the footage camera. Not, not under oath, though. That's yes, that's different. The, the lying under oath, I understand, is an impeachable right. offense. But the initial, in, like, court case was about him getting a blowjob. And she's not married. It's not. It's infidelity. It's not a crime. No, no it's not. But morally, morally, like, yes, morally, you're the president, you're supposed to hold the highest standards of the nation. My point is. 30 years ago, that was an impeachable right. No, thing. Now it's just like, well, she's a whore. Well, yeah. And and, and it's the same like Kristen Cinema When she, two years ago, she showed up on the Congress floor in the fucking high-ass boots and the fucking short skirt. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I don't... I think that you need to have a bit of... I don't want to say class, but you have to hold... You have to dress for the position that you have. All right? So you're not going to be taken seriously... If you're wearing fucking gym shorts and a sweatshirt being the state senator, unfortunately, that's not how people are going to look at you and be like, oh, yeah, I believe everything this guy says because he dresses like my 17 year old going to fucking home at class. You know, he's, he's the fucking fat guy that wears shorts all year long. Yeah. And I, I don't care about his politics. None of that. I just think that that is even and same thing with her. 
Like you shouldn't conduct yourself in that manner, especially now they, they have cameras everywhere, but you should conduct yourself in the manner you're a congresswoman. You're getting kicked out of a fucking regional play because you can't control yourself. And then you're a senator and you can't have someone even dress you in a suit. Like where do we go so far off there? Like everyone's like, nah, fuck it. Fuck it. Experiment over. <laughs> we tried 200 years. We tried. We, we can't figure it out. Yeah. It's a good experiment. We can't, we, we don't have the results yet. Which brings me to my last thing, because it's a perfect segue. What do we got? So it brings me to my last thing. That I mean, you kind of look like Fetterman if you got rid of the beard. And had three or four strokes. You haven't had three or four strokes? It brings right. me to my next thing, which I cannot stand more than anything in the world. What's that? Werewolves. They're a fucking plague on a fragile society when they need to be dealt with accordingly. They do. Fuck, fuck, where, what's, what's up with these werewolf shenanigans? They're what, fucking... What, no, no, no. I got a big, I got a big problem with werewolves. You know why? Because there's no fucking moon, so there should be no fucking werewolves ever, except for once a month. So I got to deal with this. I got to deal with. I, so I have to deal with the werewolf problem twelve times a year. I deal with lanternflies. I deal with werewolves. Okay, what's the, what's the issue? How many people are werewolves really going after? And they can't fucking change during the day. There should be no day werewolves. There's literally. So in the summertime, how many hours you have like what seven hours of nighttime? So like for like five months, you have seven hours a month of werewolf. That's it. Lock your doors. Problem solved. If it and if and apparently according to werewolf lore, if it's a cloudy day, they you can only they can only they have to see the full, full moon. moon. Oh, it's so it's like a rain like tonight, it's storming. If there's a full moon out tonight. Guess what? No werewolves. This was their so, only chance. So if there's 12 months of rainy full moons. No werewolves. No werewolves. So there's a full moon that's full moons across the, the world, right? On the same day? Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. So just say the full moon across the United States, right? Do like the werewolves call, the East Coast werewolves call the mountain time werewolves and be like, hey, bro. I'm wolfing out. You got like an hour to get your shit under control before before it starts going down. And then he's like, "Oh man, good 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 looking out. Let me call fucking fucking Pacific Standard Time and let them know." Like, and what about the ones in Europe that they're they're werewolves before us, before yeah, they're America? Like eight, before. They're like eight hours before us. They're wolfing so, out eight hours before us. Don't do you they think there's a news report that's going to? Hey, currently in Europe, there's a wolf, wolf, more wolf epidemic coming, uh, like a hurricane warning. Hey, lock your doors, board them up. Full moon coming tonight. Might want to keep the treats outside. Keep the treats. Go to the store and stock up on werewolf treats and leave them far away from your house, and that'll just lure them away. What do they eat? People. So they just go and eat people. I, I, I'm just guessing. I don't know. So one day a, a month, they have a craving for human flesh. For a couple of hours. For a couple of hours. That's it. Go to the drive-in, the drive-thru, have a burger. They couldn't They couldn't go, like, if, oh, shit, tonight's the full moon. God damn it. I'm going to go to the butcher. I'm just going to buy a shit ton of raw meat. How about I'm a werewolf? I know this happens to me. I'm going to lock myself in my basement tonight. But if they're in the basement, person. if they're in the basement, they can't see the full, the full moon. moon. So they have to be outside. Apparently. And the, the clouds have to slowly unveil the full moon. I mean, Unveil it and then they go, oh, and they fucking wolf out. Where their clothes go? They just get torn up. They go through shit ton of clothes. <laughs> but let me ask you this, and this is kind of related because you brought this up and we talked about vampires the last time we were on. 
What happens on a cloudy day when the sun is blocked? Can a vampire come out because there's no sunlight? No, because there's still UV light. There's also UV light at night, though, because it reflects off the moon. That's powerful, because there's no heat. Where does Silver Bolt come in? Uh, It's how you kill him. Why? It's just what you do, I guess. If you're a human, can they die regularly? Or only when they're a werewolf, you have to hit him with Silver Bolt. So if you were a werewolf, and I shot you unwolfed with a silver bullet, are you dead? I would die. Because you shot I mean, you die. You die because I shot you, but would you? What if I shot you as a human without a silver bullet? Yeah, would I die? Would you die, and then would you come back at the full moon as a werewolf? But then what do you do when you're not a werewolf? Are you just dead again? What happens if the moon keeps going in and out of the clouds? You just you keep going back and forth. And like, you're naked, and you're just like... Ah, ah, ah. Like, oh, I'm a wolf. Oh, I'm not a wolf anymore. Oh, I'm a wolf. Fuck werewolves. They suck. What are your feelings on demons? Demons? Yeah, you said demons, too. No, Oh, not demons. Like, demons. So... Like Jeepers Creepers, the, like the Creeper or Pennywise. So I have pretty much those things are just evil cicadas. They have those to wait. 20, why do twenty-seven years every every twenty-seven years it's got to come out to feed? Okay, can we get to the specifics? So twenty-seven years it feeds, or a hundred and something years it feeds, or twelve years. How long does it have to feed? Why don't we just wait it out and then it goes back into hibernation? Do we have to sacrifice? Like, does it have to eat a certain amount? Then it goes back. Like, when does it stop? When is like, oh, shit, I only got a week left. I got to eat as many kids as possible. And why is it every horror movie that has something like that, a demon or, or whatever, it's always like, every four million years, the most evil thing on the planet comes back, and the time comes tomorrow night. What are the odds? What about the creeper? 27 years. Every 27 years, right? This motherfucker got a house and a truck. Who's paying those mortgage payments and the car payments? He'd be in default. They'd be repoing that shit. They'd be foreclosing on his house. He would wake up after hibernating and be like, oh, why is my house leveled and there's a new family living here? What's the deal? Why the fuck is there a mini mall where my house used to be? Yeah, I, I, they should know every 27 years. I, I, I pay my bill in full, the balance, 27 years. Maybe he pays 27 years in advance. What job did he have? That he's only alive for how many days? That he's got everybody, everybody he eats, he robs as well. Must kill a lot, robbing, kill a lot of rich people. Yeah, he only eats rich people, and then he yeah, robs them and pays his bill twenty-seven years in advance. Credit. He's got credit. Yeah. Oh, he's got great credit. Bills are paid twenty-seven years in advance. Yeah, show me. Like Dracula, who lent Dracula the castle? <laughs> I think he killed the owners. Who is the mortgage lender on Dracula's castle? Okay. He probably paid in cash. Or in he blood. seems like a cash kind of guy. You want to know why? Because banks are only open during the day. Swiss bank accounts. A lot of Swiss bank accounts. All off, offshore. He doesn't do why any day trading. Though. He can't do day trading. No day trading. Why don't more vampires and werewolves live in Alaska in the six months of, of night? They should all live there. All of them. They, they, it's like working on a cruise ship. You work for six months, you're off for six months. Yeah. It would make the most sense. There's like 30 days a night made the most sense. They're the only place that vampires should live. Werewolves should just live on the moon. There's no oxygen. They're wearing spacesuits. Um, the moon's what not real. Made, what if we made American werewolf on the moon? It would just be him. Always well, But it would just be him. He'd just be up there going. But he's like, my dream is to become human again. And his whole goal is to travel back to Earth so that he's a human for 29 days out of the month. But when he's on the moon, he'd just be like, rawr, rawr. 
Nothing. No, there's, a moon base. there's a moon base. Are we setting up a sitcom here? Heard it here first. All right. So anyway, that's all I got. So you have to we get... Are you ready for trivia? Okay. Here is some Dexter trivia. You ready? Who? What is the only person that Quinn and Batista witnessed Dexter kill in the show's run? They, the only one that they witnessed Dexter kill in the show's run. It would have, it to, would be, have to be whoever the last, whoever the last person that he fucking killed. It was whoever killed Deb. Uh, the fucking I don't know what the name of the killer was. Oliver. Yeah, Oliver. He killed his sister. I'll give you that one. Who was Dexter Morgan's first victim? Doesn't he be a name, just a character? I don't know, Tommy, because he, he did it as a kid. Okay. A nurse. Okay. Dexter finds a new way to dump bodies in a season, and it leads to what ocean? Uh, the Atlantic. In what season does Rita discover she's pregnant with Dexter's child? Four. Or three. Three. Yeah, because she gets killed in four. What does Dexter call his urge to kill? His uh, dark passenger. What does the Trinity killer leave at the scene of his kills in season four? What does he leave at the scene of his kills? Okay, I know he kills them. One, he throws off the roof. One, he slits their, them in the bathtub. What the fuck does he leave at the scene? I don't know. His sister's ashes. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Does Tony Tucci remember his kidnapper constantly eating in season one? I don't know, but I could tell you who his killer is. <laughs> Throat lozenges. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know anything about this, so I, I'm, I'm trying to find ones that don't seem too hard. All right, give me two more and we'll go to more. Who finds out that Dexter is a serial killer at the end of season two? Lila? <laughs> Dokes. Mm, I, I, I'm just going by this website. I don't know anything about Dexter, so finish this Dexter quote. We have an elephant in the room, and its name is blank. I know this one too. I don't know. Sex. I'll give you one more. Who was Dexter talking about when he said, "You have made me your sworn enemy, evil woman"? It's either got to be. It's either. Lila or LaGuerta? Rita's mother. I don't know who that is. Oh, bro. Who played Lumen Pierce in season five? Gloria Styles. There we go. Uh, let me try to find one that's not too hard. The Trinity Killer was loosely based on what real world serial killer? Uh, if I had to guess, it would be oh, BTK. One more. Then I got to pee. And then we'll wrap up what we learned and go into the movie. What attorney does Miguel Prado kill behind Dexter's back in season three? Um, oh, what the fuck is I feel like her name starts with an E. It does. Uh, Evelyn? Is it Evelyn? Eleanor? Ellen. <laughs> All right. Not too terrible. You did pretty good. I don't know. I mean, it, those answers could be right, wrong, whatever. But I try my best to try to find good answers for you. So real quick, before we get into the movie, Vinny, tell me what you've learned so far today. Well, I've learned that uh, we can never take a week off again because we have way too much shit to talk about, especially random shit. And apparently I have the most fucked up dreams of any human being alive. That is true. I've also learned that Jets fans are still delusional. Now they've turned on their quarterback. 
They have no fix. They got Trevor Simeon. Aaron Rodgers doesn't like the, the sideshow that his team is, but he's the sideshow. The NFL is just scripted. Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Neil Swift, and fucking Brittany Mahomes are the most hated people in the world. Most unlikable franchise in NFL. And fuck the Sanders. That summed up half of mine. Uh, I've learned that I have unwarranted hatred about people I haven't seen in 30 years because I saw their yearbook. Uh, I've also learned that I think there should be more TikTok challenges just to weed out a lot of stupid people. Don't do any of that stuff. Don't do any of it. Um, I've learned that my hate for deer is going to be continual and more progressive as my life goes on. You know what, though? You know what? What? My body count is one. Deer's body count is zero. Just so. You're winning winning uh i've learned that uh cam newton should not be in the hall of fame that patrick mahomes is the lebron james of the nfl and that nothing ever happens on paranormal activity shows i've also learned that um you know werewolves are bullshit and demons and werewolves need to figure their shit out before they start haunting people or trying to kill people because they don't even abide by their own rules the rules don't even make sense no just like, figure your shit out before you start torturing people. And I'm cool with you. Yeah. But now you're at the bottom of the horror movie villain list. Todd. But before we get into the movie, everybody go to anchor.fm slash frontfacelockpodcast. It's some new website now, but that'll still bring you there. You follow our new Twitter at frontfacepod, obsoletemule256, frontfacelok. We're available on all streaming platforms. Take it. Wait for our... Vinny Hates Deer Part 2 headliner clip. And then when we come back, we're going to be watching Face Off. Okay.